What's up, everyone? This is Goldilocks, former TNA backstage interviewer, manager, and you're listening to TNA Cross the Line podcast. Thanks for being here. TNA Wrestling Cross the Line. And we're back with episode 66 of the TNA Cross the Line podcast. I'm Bob Callahan Jr. With me, as always, is Dallas Gridley. Dallas, next week is AJ against Jarrett for the NWA World Championship. But before we get there, we got to get through this week, which by all accounts may be a week that we don't truly care about. But in greater news, at least we know that come November 30th, the Hulkster... Hulk Hogan is going to be coming to TNA. It's not officially announced, but in the dirt sheets, it's been heavily suggested and rumored that he's coming in for a showdown, potentially with Jeff Jarrett. I am probably most excited for that potential for Bound for Glory. Dallas, are you pumped up for some Bound for Glory in 2003? Dude, am I pumped up for Bound for Glory? A three-hour pay-per-view spectacular, November 30th? Of course I'm excited. But Hogan needs to sign the paper first. That son of a bitch has not signed the contract. Um, and poor TNA, it, getting too excited, announced last week that they got this big spectacular coming out. And, uh, well, stay tuned. Stay tuned and find out how that all goes down. And we have some uh, updates we'll get to uh, very soon about that as well. Right. Now... We're not going to spoil it for you, but I think everybody knows when the first Bound for Glory happens. So that should maybe give you a little hint as maybe what is potentially going on. But I don't know how it all plays out. So that will be interesting to see or hear over the next several weeks just what exactly happens Mm -hmm. with the Hulkster. Um, But as we were saying, though, next week is Jarrett against AJ. Uh, I don't really remember what they had even advertised for this week. I believe maybe Michael Shane defending. Was uh, they might have. Honestly, dude, I'm um, I'm sure Raven is supposed to be getting more revenge. He's supposed to continue to work his way through the new church and right. to and Vampiro to get to James Mitchell. Um, I'm pretty sure they did mention that. Um, I, I almost feel like they mentioned the Kid Cash situation that's been going on last week. Him and Abyss finally butt heads. So I, I feel like that might have been brought up. That's, but, yeah, he was slapping around there. Yeah, so that they, they is uh, coming out. But honestly, besides that, dude, I don't remember a damn thing they told us. Which, to be fair, sometimes they don't tell us a lot. So, I don't remember. And, um... For I guess for full transparency, me and Bob uh, are dying. We have been overdosed on wrestling over the past few days. As we mentioned last week, we were attending three wrestling shows in a row, which is why we recorded early. Um, but it was a lot of fun to see Bob for three days in a row. He's sick of me. I'm, I can't believe he's on the podcast today. But 
uh, as we posted over on our Twitter page, if you are an AEW fan and you watched AEW Dynamite on, what was the date, September 29th? I think that was the date. Uh, yeah, because yeah, we had so, two CW on the 30th and the 1st. Yeah, so if you watched Dynamite on the 29th, there was a TNA Cross the Line podcast sign. And if you saw it, let us know. Take a screenshot because I saw it, and it's pretty fucking cool. And not only that, uh, as many of our listeners know, me and Bob also do a podcast with our uh, one of our good friends, Austin Skinner, Icopod, and that sign also got on Dynamite. Yes, it sure did. So, <clears throat> and actually, you can see both signs during the John Moxley, Eddie Kingston, and Darby Allen entrance because me and Bob have uh, very good seats. So you can see both signs there. You can also see the TNA Cross the Line podcast sign during Adam Cole's entrance when he faced Jungle Boy. It's pretty cool. Now, also, if you end up watching Rampage from October uh, 1st, there's a good chance you'll see us, too. I have not looked into that yet. And then once you watch Dark Elevation on the 4th, October 4th, or if you already did, because this show's about a week after that, then you can uh, probably see us there, too. We're all over the place. Yeah, we're we're taking over. We also, as I mentioned, we went to two two CW shows, and the we didn't bring our signs to those ones. No, uh, largely because I didn't want to have to hold my sign for another four hours. Um, but on YouTube, you would if you recognize our faces, you will see us on two uh, CW live. The uh, what is it? Bigger, older, balder? Uh, uh, no, it's. Senior, fatter, I think older, it's fatter and balder or something like that. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Um, I was also going to be plugging that uh, as well, uh, Bob, because yeah. So if you just type in like two CW live on YouTube, it's the first thing, and it says two CWs older, fatter, balder live from Syracuse, October first, twenty twenty one. Um, it's a three hour fifty six minute show, and I'll tell you what, if you guys like wrestling, especially independent wrestling, and not only that, if you're a fan of Impact Wrestling, which if chances are if you listen to this podcast, you are. Highly recommend you guys check out this show. It was a lot of fun. Uh, 2CW was one of our local independent promotions that uh, some people even said it was the PWG of the East. I mean, we, we got a lot of good shows, but they haven't done one in nearly six years. But they did a reunion, two reunion shows, and that was one of them. And there was a ton of Impact Wrestling talent on that show, uh, as well as the one that you can't watch on YouTube that we attended the day before. Um, I mean, we saw Josh Alexander, Eddie Edwards, Rich Swan, Moose, Deanna Perrazzo, uh, Mercedes Martinez, who's going to be on the knock, uh, knock, Knockouts Knockdown special. I'm probably forgetting someone, but needless to say. I think that's all the impact people. I think it might be. There's a video from Sammy Callahan on the live one that is uh, a lot of fun because he was supposed to be there, but of course he broke his ankle. Oh, yeah. uh, William M. Morrissey was on there too. Yes, yes. William Morrissey, who was wicked cool. I met most of these guys, uh, whoever was available, and they were all really great, which uh, is pretty rare. You don't really uh, get yeah. a good experience with a lot of people nowadays. And I have a potential update here. So when we went to the two CW shows, I... This is obviously not TNA related, so I'll get through it quickly. But I think it's a funny story. Okay. So I remember in Dallas, you'll know, I gave them a list of 45 DVDs that I needed to essentially complete the entire 2CW catalog. 
Mm-hmm. And I gave it to the girl at the merch, and she said, oh, you know, if you're going to be here tomorrow, I'll see what I can do, whatever. I go there the next day, and she's like, nothing. They didn't even look. Like, they're all in the guy's garage, whatever. So I met, I uh, commented on a post here by the promoter guy, and I was like, hey, can you mail me some DVDs I'll need? I'll pay whatever. I'm looking to pay 400 bucks combined all of this stuff. And then he, I don't know what this means, but he replied saying, I'll make you a copy and send you free 99. What? I don't, I don't know what free 99 means. Well, he's either bullshitting you and he's just not going to do it. Or he's about to hook, hook us up or hook you up, I should say. And, um, he just mentioned me. Send me the list, brother. Oh, he says. I'll make you a copy and mail to you for free. Does he realize that? You tell him to I'm check, gonna, his, I'm tell gonna, him to check I'm, his DMs. Tell him I'm to check gonna, his DMs. Well, he, I, can, I know that he can see them because it shows that he's looked at them. I think. Well, I mean, <laughs> if, uh, if this all goes down, that's pretty cool. Um, because uh, why not? And there's a lot of really great shows. And actually, if you're interested more about uh, 2CW Wrestling, if you head over to WrestlingRecaps.com, Bob has reviewed a ton of their shows, if I'm not mistaken. And Bob is texting back. So Yeah, sorry. I, uh, no, it's okay. Well, I, I, here, just, I just DM'd him to see. Like, no, this is You your... know, it's 40. It's not like two or three or even like just the two shows that we just watched. It's fucking 45 other ones from like 2007, 2008, 2009. Like, it's just, it's stupid. But that's, I wanted to complete it. So, well, no, you, if you have 100% completion, I mean, and here's the thing I didn't even think of it at two sets in 2015. I didn't really, I didn't think of getting all the DVDs that I needed. Well, and you know what, Bob, at the time um, when they did their final show, uh, they actually ended up, putting a bunch on sale on their website. And it was like, this is the last time you can get them in my ass. It was broke at the time. Right. I, mean, I, I didn't, I wasn't working full time yet and all this stuff. And I was like, Oh my God, I, there's so many I want to buy. I don't even think I got to get all the shows that I went to. And like, that was a di- big disappointment to me. Um, and that's why I wish they would just sell them. But you know, here we are. Uh, but Hey, well, uh, we did our catch up there and that was, uh, we had a lot of fun and, um, we're looking forward to our next wrestling show that we can go to live again, which is in November. Uh, not November 30th, though, at Bond for Glory. Uh, let's go over the card from last week here. Bob's, Bob's uh, occupied, which is fine. So I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, everybody. No, Bob, that's I'm, good. He's, he's gonna... actually messaging me back on the, on the uh, messenger here. So I'm trying to I'm gonna I'm going to recap the show from last week. Uh, just a quick overview uh, as we do, just so we can catch up to if, if we forgot where we were. Uh, so, on pay-per-view 65 last week on October 8th, the following things happened. Kevin Northcutt and Ryan Wilson, that, those damn red shirt securities, ended up defeating Chris Vaughn and D'Lo Brown. As you remember, D'Lo Brown is now kind of the victim of Don Callis, since Jerry Lynn has moved on to other things. Uh, next up, we had the X Division Championship versus the Super X Cup Trophy. It was winner take all, essentially. And Michael Shane, our X Division champion, defeated the Super X Cup winner, Chris Sabin, and got the trophy. What the fuck? Yeah, I forgot. 
I don't understand the whole wanting the trophy over the championship, but I don't either. A lot of things over the years here in TNA that we won't really be able to understand. Well, and I couldn't remember if I looked it up live last week, but now I I'm going to look it right now. Does do they count him as a winner of the tournament now? No way. No, they don't. Not at least on on our good old wiki. So. Yeah, there's no way you can do that. That that's like I don't think so either. But I'm sure like in some wrestling companies, you know, like let's say I know it didn't happen, but let's say with like King of the Ring, if a guy were to win the tournament and then the next night be like, I'm gonna put my title on the line of being I won the King of the Ring, like a Royal Rumble. You know, like I think with like Big yeah. Show, Rock, like The Rock won the Rumble, but then Big Show beat him, so it's like Big Show won the Rumble or what? Like he earned the right to. Yeah, to, yeah. Uh, that type of stuff, but I, I mean, you can't go back and be <laughs> and just scrub it and be like, yeah, Chris Saban won the whole thing inside. Yeah. Uh, next up was a six-man tag team elimination match where Glenn Gilberti, Johnny Swinger, and Simon Diamond with David Young defeated Three Life Crew, which is kind of crazy. Uh, and in the end, it was Gilberti eliminating Killings for the win, which was a shocker. Um, but I've actually been enjoying the Gilberti crew versus Three Life crew kind of situation so far. I think it's been fun. I think it's a good transition from the really good matches they've been having with America's Most Wanted. Um, Christopher Daniels defeated Frankie Kazarian. I'm pretty sure it was a, a pretty fun match. And it was cool to see uh, two eventual partners face off this early on. Then we had America's Most Wanted defeating Abyss and Kid Cash, and their special referee was Terry Taylor. Of course, this is where we just mentioned where Abyss and Cash started having a, a little bit of an issue at the end. Is Abyss turning face? I don't know. We'll find out what happens. At least maybe for the time being. Uh, Raven defeated Sin in his first uh, journey through the new church to get his hands on James Mitchell. And then in the main event, Dusty Rhodes had a shot at the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, but unfortunately, AJ Styles, who was accompanied by Vince Russo, defeated him. Styles, the ultimate NWA champion. He defeated Dusty Rhodes. Like, what the fuck? So, uh, on paper, I think it sounds a lot better than what it actually was, but as we mentioned last week, it was kind of just an average show. Uh, we both were about in the middle, little up because it was better than the week before that, but we've certainly seen better shows overall. Uh, and now that being said, let's see what the readers of the Observer thought about last week's show, if I can find it in my notes. Ah, here it is. So I'm going to read that in a second. So, Bob, we gave it a thumbs in the middle. What do you think the readers thought about it? Thumbs up, thumbs down, or thumbs in the middle? Uh, I'm going to say that every I feel like every time that we've ever given it in the middle, I mean, there's been a couple times they've gone thumbs up, but I'm going to say that they went thumbs down. Yes, the majority. Oh no, actually, I'm sorry, I misread that. It's uh, they actually mostly did go in the middle with us. It was 48.9% in the middle, but 38. Point nine or point three percent gave it a thumbs down. So only twelve point eight percent gave it a thumbs up. So it was pretty so it's close. a thumbs down. I'm I mean, taking that as a thumbs down. A I middle's mean, a thumbs down. You're not overwhelming, overwhelmingly a positive one. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, and it's noted here that the ten eight show was built around Rhodes just days before his fifty eighth birthday, a number that was never mentioned. It was his final quest for the NWA title, and they did. Uh, 
about as good as a job as possible with the story, but the reports were negative on the show. Uh, so that being said, all the matches that we discussed, what do you think was voted as the best match from the show? Oh, Dallas. You really asked the hard-hitting questions here. Uh, I'm trying yeah. to multitask. I'm trying to I'm ta- the promoter guy wants to talk to me now, so it's just a whole thing. Uh, I'm going to say, oh, shit. I'm going to say they went with uh, Daniels against Kazarian. They did. Yeah. And then, and, 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 I know. And then second was Styles uh, versus Rhodes. And then finally. What? Styles Amer- and Rhodes was second best? Yep. And then America's Most Wanted versus Cash and Abyss was third. Uh, as far as the worst match wow. on the show, you have a little bit more to pick from. Uh, I certainly do have more to pick from. I'm going to say they went with. uh, Shit. Now, see, I wonder if they would go Styles and Rhodes because I don't think that was that good. But then that would be funny that then the people would go was the best match. I'm going to say they went with Gilberti Swinger Diamond against Three Life Crew. Yep, they did. Oh, shit. Okay. Wow. You're in a roll. Now, now listen to this though. Rhodes and Styles got second place, so it got second. Oh my god! So that that makes no sense. To me. More people voted for it to be the worst than the best, but needless to say, they came in second for both. And then uh, finally, the third worst match, I guess, is uh, Ryan Wilson and Kevin Northcutt versus Chris Vaughn and D'Lo Brown. Right. So pretty fun. Um. Let's see here. So I do have some big news I want to get into, but before that, I want to try to kind of cover all the other uh, stuff from last week. So let me uh, just real quick make sure I'm in the right place on my notes, and it looks like I am. So uh, last week, there was more Dutch Mantel influence on the show, uh, and his influence should grow as he's largely in full control within a few weeks. The October 15th show is said to be the last show that Brusso and Gilberti, writing the original draft, which Mantel, Jarrett, and Scott Demore then edit. Starting on October 22nd, Mantel is supposed to be the main writer with Jarrett as his editor. So there's potential we could see some big changes coming up starting next week. The same week as Jarrett Styles. Jarrett Styles. Uh, okay, so... I feel like Russo is a heavy Styles guy. Right? Yes. Yeah, I would fair? say. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. And now here's, and this is what I think you have to kind of think about. If Dutch is coming in, or he is in, and he's going to be the lead guy, and then who's going to be editing it? Jarrett. Yeah. Well. I think we all know what's about to happen. I think we know. I think we know what's going to be going on. I think we're pretty sure what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we'll see. Um, now, this is a pretty interesting note, kind of teasing into next week. Uh, and I think it's important to bring up uh, ahead of time here, is that at press time, this was the plan for the October 22nd show, besides the apparent title switch, which we've heard about. Um, they're going to have a tag team match with Simon Diamond and Johnny Swinger. Defending against Danny Doring and Roadkill. That's mm. a tease match for next week. Also, Michael Shane versus Chris Sabin versus Daniels for the X Division title. And then Raven versus Slash. So those are some potential rumored matches 
that we have for that October 22nd show. And on paper, doesn't sound too bad. Um, no. And, I mean, Doring and Roadkill. We've seen Doring. Yes. Uh, in a random, like, X Division thing. Mm-hmm. So that would be cool. Um, Roadkill, I've, I've liked Roadkill when he was uh, part of ECW. So that would be... If that happens, that would be interesting to uh, to see how they kind of work. Because, I mean, really, they haven't been... Uh, I would imagine they haven't been a regular tag team since 2000, 2001. So mm-hmm. a couple of years. And, yeah. I, and I'll, I'll say this. I, I like Danny Doring, so I'm... I'm I'm intrigued by that. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, also on that October eighth show, we know that it was built around Dusty Rhodes, um, but uh, right. he did these two taped interviews, and I'm bringing this up because I think Dave has some nice commentary on it. Uh, one live vignette interview with Jarrett, the main event, and a post match angle. That was asking a lot, and Dave says that I was worried about him going 15 minutes and 43 seconds. He said, I wouldn't call it a good match, but it was a great match for Styles to be in because he had to go a long way with a guy that he couldn't do any of his regular stuff with. Then he also praises uh, Mike, Tanae, and Don West for doing a great job since this was all about getting over storyline and nothing about athletics. I think that was a fun little comment there. Um, That's true. I mean, he's right that it it was like a good test for him, but... I don't know why you would want to book him in that type of environment where he can't do the stuff that people enjoy. And I understand he's a heel, so I guess that kind of makes sense that you don't want him to do that. Yeah. But I don't. I don't think I would have. I don't think I would have booked that. Yeah, I agree. Um, so now on to Kid Cash and Abyss. So it did appear, of course, we've said about three times now. Uh, there appears to be Abyss turning. Now, Dave said that he's being told that the idea is for Abyss to actually stay heel, and this was done to break him away from Kid Cash. Although they schedule for a singles match, and the crowd will totally be behind Abyss in it. So we'll see how that goes. But Abyss is surely in line for a good push, since Dutch Mantel has had success with him in Puerto Rico. I think that's really an interesting note, because he's about to be taking over a lot of that writing. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see what happens with Abyss here in the future. Uh, they did also. I, I think I don't mean to cut you off. No, no, I, no, it's good. I think I'm trying to I'm trying to wrap my head around this. I I want to say that Kid Cash could potentially be a good guy to give Abyss the opportunity to gain the sympathetic babyface stuff, but it's just very difficult. Mm-hmm considering Abyss's size and all these things. I mean, I think you really have to build up some kind of, like, mental immaturity for Abyss. Yeah, I agree with that. You know what I mean? But I don't want that to be a crutch of the character. Because I want Abyss to be, like, this monster, like, devastating guy that is ruthless and not more of a introverted, shy, and maybe socially awkward type of character, which I think was what you would have to do to mm-hmm. kind of make it like, yeah, let's go Abyss. Like you're just misunderstood. I'd rather be like, I'm fucking terrified of Abyss. And like, I don't want to be like Goldilocks chained up in a boiler room and not know how to get out of it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's a great point. Uh, th- no, 
with Raven going through all the new church and all this stuff, uh, he originally did mention Shane Douglas as well. Now, last week, he did this promo about bringing in a new franchise to work with. So it does appear that he is officially out of the program with Raven, which is fine. I think they kind of finished their stuff. I mean, he did, you know, beat him to shave his head. So I'd kind of want to beat his ass again anyways. But regardless, whatever. Um, Now, this was apparently similar to what Daniels did, who, after beating Kazarian, dumped his followers and teased joining up with someone. Now, the idea at this point is to reform his tag team with Elix Skipper and put him back in the tag team division, as well as possibly Loki. But Loki has not signed a contract, so it's up in the air whether or not they will use him. Wait, so they're, he ditched the guys? I mean, he, like, beat him up. I don't know if I fully took that as, like, I'm done with you guys. but I didn't take it that way either. Because he was kind of punishing them before anyways. But I think it's interesting if he is going to end up joining back up with Skipper. Which I like Skipper, so I want him back anyways. But Yeah, but, you know. Daniels has been doing pretty good in a singles role, I think. <clears throat> yeah, but, and I also, I kind of was liking the idea of Daniels and Skipper uh, kind of venturing into a singles role because I think it's kind of easier to get more depth in your tag division than there is to get depth in your upper mid card and main event kind of areas. And we've both been, I I would say, highly impressed with Skipper mm-hmm. and his work as a tag team. Now, would it necessarily translate in a singles role? I don't really know if it has with like. I know he had the stuff with Jerry Lynn, but he's been working a lot with Japan, so we don't see him nearly as regularly. Uh, but I'm certainly not going to complain about Daniels and Skipper reuniting and maybe even having uh, Loki involved as well, because that as a trio obviously was entertaining and they put forth good matches. But I, I kind of would like to see them elevated individually instead of as a group. Yeah. Uh, I got one more note before I have some some big news that I want we can try to fly through here, but I think it's uh this is all pretty important to talk about before we get started. Uh, also last week, uh, Antonio Pena was at the show again, and apparently he got word about Paco Alonso that he might be coming in, which I believe we discussed last week as well. Although at this point, that is far from definite. Uh, they and he decided to try to solidify his position as far as working agreement goes. One of the ideas is to send a group of TNA wrestlers to Mexico. And apparently, uh, Pena likes Gilberti because he's into good-looking guys dancing <laughs> uh, with either group uh, as heels. So uh, Dave goes on to say that he good. does think this angle will work, but the problem is that there's no money in it because of the weak peso. Um, maybe it was doing bad at the time. I don't know. Um, he, Pena is also talking about doing regular pay-per-views in the U.S. next year, and we hear that every year about a major U.S. expansion. Uh, he is said to be against using TNA guys for a U.S. versus Mexico program, feeling that because EMLL has done Mexico versus Japan and Mexico versus Puerto Rico, the nationalistic angles have been done to death. Now, this next part is very, very interesting, I think. Conan and Pena talked at length at the show, including Conan giving him back the AAA World Heavyweight title belt from the 90s the mid 90s so conan like had the belt and he like gave it back to him in backstage at tna now remember if you remember from our notes last week and i think even the week before probably they don't get along 
Conan is like barred from like essentially working. He's blacklisted in Mexico, they were saying. Yeah. Um, now, others close to the situation say that uh, Antonio won't consider bringing Conan back, although the idea of bringing Conan and Vampiro in as a team and then splitting up for a feud has been talked about, as Vampiro is seriously considered switching sides. Jarrett talked about going to Montgomery for an upcoming Latin Lover vs. Hector Garza hair match. And there's a feeling among the major promoters in Mexico that it's a sign of weakness in backing down to use Conan, which is something of an unofficial blacklisting. Uh, Pena was also not all that high on the NWA heavyweight title match being defended in Mexico, saying NWA names doesn't mean that much there any longer. Hmm. I think that's kind of fun. I thought that was really fun. Just Conan is uh, trying to kiss some ass and give a title back. And I like that. Like that was good well, stuff. yeah, I'm sure at the time when he got blacklisted, he was probably in a good spot, you know, with maybe various companies. But now when it's like mm-hmm. just TNA, I'm not going to really get a shot with WWE. I probably would make more money in Mexico. How can I maybe smooth things over? And Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. Um, okay, so big news. I'm going to try to get through this quick so we can have a brief discussion. And then we can start watching the show because this is a lot of fun. Uh, so they mentioned on the last week's show that November 30th show that we were waiting on, but they never mentioned Hogan being a part of it or a location. So, right. So we don't we don't know uh, pretty much fucking anything. Now, hold that thought for one second. Um, well, if according to the Observer, uh, Hogan has officially returned to Japan, and his impending debut with TNA may cause major potential waves through the industry. Now, Hogan had his first match in Japan in nearly 10 years on New Japan's October 13th show at the Tokyo Dome. After the match, he shot an angle with Jarrett for TNA's biggest event in history, scheduled for 11.30. Now, if you're a long-time TNA fan, you all know what this angle is. It's fantastic. Um, That's true. Hogan came to Japan several days early to promote his appearance, and he was claiming that he's done with WWE and Vince McMahon for good. Mm-hmm. They also did an angle where uh, Masahiro Chono said that if Hogan beat him, that he'd give up power as Booker. That the angle and that angle is a semi shoot, as New Japan has approached Hogan with the proposal to make him Booker in exchange for more frequent visits. Hogan wanted to test waters in Japan on the show before committing to anything. Uh, now, the, the funny thing is, almost nobody in wrestling believes that WrestleMania 20 will exist without Hogan. But none of this can happen if he goes back for that show, which he's denying to everyone that he has any interest in doing. Hogan pulling out won't significantly damage New Japan. It would make TNA's attempt at a big show, uh, big show into a waste long term. So essentially it would screw them. Now, the idea is that New Japan is willing to do business with TNA is shown because they are sending Tiger Mask also apparently on to that November 30th pay-per-view show. So, dude, we're getting Hogan and we're getting Tiger Mask November 30th. Uh, where Hart, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, where wow. Hart and Jarrett, who have spent a lot of time together as of late, wow. can benefit is that despite rumors to the contrary, there has been no major television interest in Jarrett's product. There is a good chance the way TNA is budgeted that it could get a good outlet for weekly television where the station at least pays the production costs or goes into a business partner that, combined with 
uh, revenue and ancillary, 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 uh, because they do keep costs low, it could become a profitable long-term business and it's significantly minor alternative to WWE. Without it, long-term, the ads are strongly against TNA because from all accounts, the company has never been profitable. Panda Energy, which has its own business problems, is excited over the project because with television, because the Jarrett's know how to operate a promotion while keeping costs low, is potentially a viable business. Let me breathe. Okay. But after more than a year, with a few spurts up following from by downs and ultimately leveling off about where they started, the company's pay-per-view numbers have shown no increase. Selling tickets to the live shows in Nashville has become more difficult than ever. Even with heavy papering, they can't fill a 1,300-seat building any longer. Hogan, with the right pub, should increase numbers for one show, but is an unknown factor if it is enough to offset his guarantee. Now, the plan is currently for Hogan to appear on the October 22nd show doing a telephone interview from home, which they seem to love their telephone interviews, uh, leading to a live appearance on October 29th in Nashville. At first, they wanted Hogan to do a live interview on October 15th, but the last plan was for Jimmy Hart to make the first appearance. Should also be noted that as of press time, Hogan has still not signed a contract to do the November 30th show. You gotta love that. Uh, because of Hogan coming in, Vince Russo is expected to be out of TNA before you read this per Hogan's yeah. demands. Keep in mind that any story like this, you have to be suspicious given who you're dealing with as Hogan, Kevin Nash, worked fight in WCW shows. So he's just giving an example there. Um, the story is that Russo will have no involvement in the company from this point forward. And remember, the Jarrett's have tried to work with people on Russo not being involved before, although I'm guessing this is legit. Uh, due to uh, Hogan's uh, instance, uh, and this would not return as long as Ho and he would not return as long as Hogan is involved. So, I think this is my last part about this: is that this led to what happened on October 13th, where Hogan pinned Chono backstage while doing an interview. Oh. Hogan talked about how his new goal in wrestling was to win both the IWGP and NWA World Titles. IWGP being the first world title that he ever won and the NWA title being the main belt he saw during his childhood in Florida that he has never won. At that point, Jarrett, and this would have been much better if Jarrett had already won the NWA title, which I totally agree with, uh, clocked Hogan over the head with the guitar. Hogan juiced heavy while Jarrett continued the beatdown. Chono ended up making the save. This incident, incident was scheduled to air on the October 15th TNA pay-per-view to start the Hogan and Jarrett build, which we will find out when we start the show. So Bob, what do you think about all of that? Well, it's a very good point that, <clears throat> that the uh, moment there would have meant something if Jarrett was actually the champion. Yeah. And I didn't think about that before. I think that's a very good point. Um, because at this point you're just looking at it as the number one contender hit Hogan with, right. Is that how it, that's the moment they're talking about? Yeah. Yep. Is a guitar shot? Yep. Uh, yeah, so I think that would have uh, made a lot more sense. What was the date of that? October 13th that happened? I believe it was October 13th, yes. Ultimate Cla Ultimate Crush 2 is uh, the event. And that wasn't even the main event, Hogan in uh, Chono. Oh, wow. I wish I could pronounce half these names, but I'm not even going to try. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that that's uh, interesting, I guess. Um, 
if I'm TNA, you you got to have him sign that contract. Like it when you announce it on your pay per view or television, however you want to word it, he should have already have have it signed. Point blank. There's mm-hmm. there's no reason that it shouldn't be signed. And I'll be extremely curious when at some point that this is discussed uh, on the My World podcast with Jeff Jarrett. Because oh. I would have to imagine he's hands-on on this. And since we're in this uh, current timeline, we'll probably have some great questions to ask him. And maybe the TNA Crossland podcast will get plugged on there instead of my personal one because I didn't do it through TNA. <laughs> the pod page um, But that'll be interesting uh, The idea though of Hogan as a booker in Well Japan, in Japan Which to me makes no sense by the way Like no yeah, I don't. Under- I don't understand that he's, he's not going to know I feel like he wouldn't know the wrestlers The wrestlers, the stories The anything. history Is he going to bring like Brutus Beefcake And stuff like him with him Like he did in WCW and, Like, Here's Honky Tonk Man, these are the guys that I know I would assume he's going to have to, yeah. You know, that <laughs> wouldn't make a whole lot of sense uh, in that way. But and they might be desperate. But and, and another good point is, like, yeah, can you have WrestleMania 20 without Hulk Hogan at Madison Square Garden? I don't I don't know if you could. I mean, what? why wouldn't you have the Hulkster there? It's kind of a weird thing, isn't it? It really is. I mean, that, he essentially made that building for like the eighties and early nineties, like sellout central, obviously Bruno and Backlund and whatnot before him were, I mean, really Bruno was a major factor for it, but I mean, Hogan kept it going for the pay-per-view era and stuff like that. So, yeah, man, it's, it's really crazy. And, um, as, as I mentioned last week, there's a lot to unpack with this Hogan stuff. Um, so we've, we've started to break our format again a little bit, but don't worry, we're you're still continuing to do notes throughout the show. But man, this this Hogan stuff is wild, and it's it's been it's been really fun to kind of see where it started and where it developed. As I I dropped the bombshell a few weeks ago, as we were watching a highlight package that they were meeting with him to begin with. So yeah, uh, that's all the notes that I have to um, to kick us off here. So. I'm ready to talk about Explosion, and then we'll get into the show. And, of course, as we have been doing, do independent news. If Bob remembers when people come out, then he will get them uh, done then. And I have some stuff I'll trickle in throughout the show. I actually don't have a ton. Uh, like Actually, pretty similar to last week. We didn't have like a ton of show notes. but Well, I'll tell you right now. I don't appreciate you uh, jabbing me with that, if I remember, bullshit. Uh, it's oh, completely, yeah. it's yeah. completely fair and justifiable because I fucking oh. forget almost every time. But Bob never jabs me. Nope. No, I do not. No way. Nope. The guy that didn't know who Nikita Kolov. That's was. not true, you motherfucker. <laughs> oh my god, I'm never gonna live that shit down. <laughs> you never. It's will. not even true. <laughs> it's not even true. We'll be at like sacrifice 2008. I'll be like, remember, remember that. Remember when Nikita Kolov? You didn't know who he was. You'd be like, Bob, that was fucking six years ago. Leave me alone. Jesus Christ. Okay, so explosion number 52 is it's listed on Cage Match. Took place on the same day as the show we're about to watch on October 15th, 2003. And it aired on October 18th, 2003. And it featured the following three matches. Chris Sabin defeated Chad Collier. David Young and Glenn Gilberti defeated Masada and Mike Fox. And then Shane Douglas defeated Tony Sweat. 
So that, I'm surprised that Masada was there. Uh, so was I. Um, and also there was still like two other matches that looks like they took place before Explosion, and that was Sean Casey uh, defeating Rude Boy Gonzalez, and then Ryan Wilson mm-hmm. defeating JC North. Interesting why seeing Ryan Wilson in a singles match. Well, I'll tell you right now. We'll see him Oh, I know we will a while in single matches and then we'll probably regret that we saw. You know, I guarantee you that we will. But that's all I got. I'm ready to get into the show. Let's get going. All right then. It's the October fifteenth, two thousand three. Weekly pay per view number sixty six. I am going to count down from five, and when I say play, if you want to follow along, head over to the Impact Plus app, or maybe this is 10 years in the future, and it's on AEW streaming service because they bought out Impact Wrestling. I don't know. Maybe it's on Peacock because WWE was like, hey, we'll buy it off of you, too. I don't know. But depending on where you're watching this or how you're watching this or listening to this, find the fucking show, put it on, and watch along with us. Or if you just love listening to our soothing voices. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. Welcome to Love Line. No, all right. I'm going to count down from five. When I say play, hit that play button with us. Or I guess, you know, fuck it. Just keep on listening. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one, play. Wow. You're telling me we're starting off with a highlight package? I'm shocked. And it's with Jeff Jarrett? Yeah, right. Uh, I'm going to give you a quick note here because it's kind of going to lead into... What we're gonna, what I'm gonna ask you at the beginning of the show, which I ask you every week, is how many people are in the crowd. Now, there is significant concern about how much momentum has been lost since their break. The crowd for the show last week was at about 800, based on lines going into the building and the paid people and the freebies waiting different lines to go in. It appears to be about 40% paid, and those who came were dead. And it, I mean, it was the crowd was pretty dead last week. Well, their momentum has been shit ever since Raven didn't win the title. Let's be honest. I I have to second that, man. And then Raven lost again to AJ. <clears throat> so. I don't th- yeah, I don't think you could really like deny that. Oh jeez. That's a North gross. Cut driver, dude. Fucking That's a gross move. It's essentially the J driller that Jay Briscoe does, but I think I think Northcutt does it just sicker. Because he's not he's not as safe. That looks like it must be from Explosion, or like a backstage yeah. thing. And they're showing there's D'Lo talking with Eric Watts outside the arena. He's got a chair in his hand. They're like, wait, dude, come on. It's going to change. Oh, and D'Lo said, I'm a player here, and players can walk out whenever they choose to. Was he annoyed that like Chris Vaughn was always getting hurt or something? Or like he yeah. was teaming with Vaughn? I think that's what that was. I about. bet it was more of that, I have a feeling. And then, of course, yeah, I forgot that they 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 hung Raven again. I'm telling you, there's going to be some kind of like, oh, you got to hang your opponent from the balcony fucking storyline. And then, of course, here we got this got to be from Explosion as well. Raven and then Slash is taking darts out of the back of Sin. Yeah, that was gross. Unholy, unholy war. Here's the Imperial. Raven. That's all he says. Raven is grabbing his throat. Speaking of Vampiro, dude. Poor guy. I feel bad for him. 
He recently, well, well first off, Vampire replying to one of our twe- tweets is cool as fuck. I'm just gonna say that. Yes. Um, because that's fucking Vampiro. Uh, but it was when they originally hung the gathering. And he, he replied to us, I wish I could remember that the, this things. Man, mental health sucks, but it looks badass. And like, damn it, I hope Vampiro's doing good. Yeah, I, I remember a while ago hearing about he was having mental health issues. And, he I mean, does. mental health, no matter what version, whether it's like, you know, dementia or just depression or whatever the case is. I mean, it's never, never fun to hear that stuff is happening. Yeah. Well, so I, I ended up trying to find a link to the video and I said, so I said, hope you're doing well. Uh, and here it is. If you want to see it, he said, he's good. He said, I'm good. I never watched my work. Not into it, which I totally get a lot of performers don't do that. Right. But he said, I'm glad I entertained you for a bit. So, I mean, a cool, cool, uh, exchange I thought. And, uh, Hopefully Vampiro's doing good though, because I like Vampiro. Did you did you just reply to the tweet with that, or was that like a DM? No, that was a tweet. But it was a he okay. didn't like quote tweet us or anything. He replied directly to our tweet with that. Okay. Oh, look at this. I, that's not from last week, right? Is this explosion shit? Russo I think all this shit. That I've, yeah, I think all this shit is from explosion. God damn it, Scott Demore! Who who broke in there? Was that Siaki and Ekmo? And Russo. It was like all of Russo's Russo. camp broke into Jarrett's locker room. And here's our intro package. We're at four minutes and 14 seconds. Yeah, we fucking need it. And I, and I keep seeing Jordan is one of our loyal uh, troopers. He's been fucking tweeting Scott Demore almost every day to give yeah. us goddamn explosion. Oh, did you just see that sign? It's Where running it? wild. It must be starting uh, so to they, leak, they, they must know. I just saw an Athena sign. I'm gonna have you hold on that. I got some. Uh, I got some um, Athena news. Great, Athena's fired probably. Sabensection.com. Oh, oh, Hogan is coming. Yeah, there's another one. Yeah. Well, Bob, how many people do you think we got in the arena? I let off with that note that things have been down. Our momentum. We had 800 last week. What do you think we're doing this week? Uh, 750. Nope. Higher. Oh yeah, nine. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, uh, eleven hundred. Closer. Higher than that? Yeah. Twelve. Twelve hundred. What? Yeah, man, we went up quite a bit. Oh, you know what? Wait, I wonder. Is it because of Hogan? He's talking about the. Um, I there's a good chance that that could be starting. Tokyo Dome. Hulk Hogan's name officially dropped here. NWA TNA pay-per-view. Look at this. Today's the fucking Japanese oh, wow. newspaper. Wow. There's a Hogan doing a shitty-ass clothesline to Chono. Yeah, what the fuck is that? I actually... Look at that. That's kind of cool. Seeing the Hogan in the Japanese newspaper. Yeah. They're doing a close-up look at the stills. Hogan making his way to the ring. Yeah, so shit's getting out, man. I kind of want to watch that match now. <laughs> I'm going to look it up and see if it's on YouTube. <laughs> if it's if it's not, I'm going to have to go to IVP videos. and. Uh... Oh, you know it's got to be there, right? Oh, my God. Oh, wait, here we go. Post-match press conference. Hogan and Jeff Jarrett. Did you see a bloody Hulk Hogan? 
this confrontation is the talk of the wrestling world. Later did they tonight, not, they didn't show uh, Jarrett in there though, right? Wait, we're we're not. We have exclusive video footage later in the show. Oh, I can't wait! Whoa. TNA officials trying to work around the clock to figure out what's going on. Don Callis is not here. Jeff Jarrett is here. So Tanae wants to know why he went to Japan and what was behind the confrontation at the Tokyo Dome. This is a major development. This is huge. Like, yeah, if I if I bought this, I'd be like, holy shit. I mean, usually we like are bummed about how they start shows, but how can you? I mean, this is huge. This you want to start off the show with this, absolutely. Christopher Daniels challenging Michael Shane. I heard Slash has a match. I missed what it was though. I think they said Slash. America's Most Wanted and Dusty Rhodes versus Siaki, ECMO, and Vince Russo. That was actually oh. announced last week. I think. Wait, Russo's in another six man. Yeah. Northcutt versus Eric Watts. Kid Cash and Abyss. Jared Styles are both here, and they get that rematch in seven days. That Mike Tanay is about to say something's going on in the back. Yeah, he is. He's touching his ear. He's getting word. There's something. Is there something? Do we got a camera outside? Something's going on. Raven. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. He's got Father Mitchell and a dog collar. <laughs> How the fuck? Oh, oh my God, dude. That's gross. I've never seen James Mitchell not in a suit, so this is he's got only this like dress shirt on. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, got... that event is not on YouTube, but it definitely is on this uh, website here. Okay. So Raven is attached by the throat to James Mitchell mm-hmm. with a dog collar, and mm-hmm. Raven is about to hang him. It looks like. Oh, shoot. Payback's a bitch, Father James Mitchell. Oh my God. Oh my God, he is. He's fucking hanging Mitchell. He's got. Well, you know what? When you scalp a guy, you gotta get payback for it. So. Oh, oh, what's happening, Vampiro? Oh, Vampiro. Somebody's behind him. Oh, there's yeah, there's Slash. See now, if I'm Father Mitchell, I'm yanking on the dog collar, and then Raven would just go flying over. He's too hurt though. Yeah, whatever. You want to know how long that Hogan Chono match went? Uh, it couldn't have gone more than 10 minutes, right? You want me to tell you? Yeah. 19 minutes and 46 seconds. No way. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. How much stalling happened in that? Come on. Uh, the, yeah. They might have wrestled about 10 minutes, but it went 19. Mitchell's booking it. He got detached from the collar. Vampiro oh, has God. Raven on the table. Slashes oh, oh, oh. on the bleachers. Okay. That's safer than coming off the balcony, I guess. He's wrapping the chain around his elbow, which doesn't look like it's going to do much, but... Oh, fuck. Oh, elbow oh, drop oh, through the table. Ravens looks almost like... Is he busted open, too? I can't tell. It almost looks like he is, but it's very, very hard to see. Uh, maybe... I don't know. I, I, uh, he might be. It's little, though. Yeah, it'd be like, it looks like a, maybe a minor cut. Wait, what, who's oh, the, gathering? the gathering? Come on, De Niro, do something. You know, he's screwed. We'll see him Poor punk after Slash, Vampiro, and De Niro heading toward the ring here. Is this going to be like a match or something? I don't know. 
I feel like it's going to have to be, right? I mean, these guys are going nuts. It's a huge where's brawl. An- where's Andrew Thomas? Like, let's get in there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there he is. First guy in the ring. He was the first guy. <laughs> then there's like four other ones. So. Oh, black shirts. Not the not the black shirts we know and love because one of them broke his elbow or, co- or collarbone. His collarbone, or yeah. Whatever he did. Shoulders all fucked up. Is that Vaughn? That's Vaughn, I think. Okay, so Vaughn's there. Vaughn is basically senior security official of the black shirts at this point. Yeah. That guy's wearing snap pants. You could literally rip his pants off. Yeah. I'm su- oh, there's the old guy. Uh, I'm surprised that uh, Don isn't out there. Or is he only for, like, special occasions? We haven't seen him in a while, dude. Yeah. Oh. Oh, fuck yeah. Legend's hey, back. Legend's back. Scott Hudson's backstage with Russo and his, his entire group. Yeah. Uh, see, uh, Trinity's wearing caution tape underneath her outfit. Wait a second. Russo said he's not in the match. It's going to be legend. AJ Styles says, Vince, you're not going to do nothing stupid, right? Next week, remember? Next week. Russo says next week is next week. Russo's got something tonight that he's got to do. He's asking all of you to stay out of my business tonight. Styles looks very concerned. Well, I would be too. Because, like, what the hell is he doing? He's not very good at communicating his feelings. Well, let's see what we got. Sounds like Siaki, <laughs> Ekmo, and I guess Legend now versus America's Most Wanted and Dusty Rose is kicking the show off. Being led by Trinity. Oh. Indie news. <laughs> Let me get this out of the way. Whew. All right. Sonny Siaki, he was involved in a tournament for the UEW championship on October 4th, which ended up, which he ended up losing to uh, Queen and Creed mm. in the finals after beating Xavier in the first round. And then uh, Legend, we haven't seen him since early September, which actually would have been late August in terms of the taping because, I, you know, September 3rd was taped or whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, but he had been working for EWP overseas. Oh, wow. Like in Dushland or whatever. So there's been that. But uh, that's, uh, I think, yep, that's everybody for this match. That's going to be taking place. Nice. Here's America's Most Wanted. I hope you're proud of me that I didn't uh, forget. Of course I am. The American Dream, baby. Dusty Rhodes. He's got his own trend now. It's pretty much him beating up AJ Styles. Is so he wearing, I don't want, no, he's wearing jeans again. No, dude. He only wore the tights for the special big matches. Yeah. I want to see ECMO hit a big splash on Dusty. I think there's a chance. Enough said. I, I think that if ECMO hit that, I could see Dusty like shitting out a piece of Slim Jim out of his butthole. Wow. Well, Dusty just seems like the type of guy that would just munch on Slim Jim's backstage. Munch on Slim Jim's backstage. <laughs> yeah, I could just see him be like, just eating him. He's, I think he's a beef jerky guy. Yeah, I think so. I don't. Let's see if James James Storm doesn't look to be too pissed off, so they might win this. I don't think they're going to... I don't know if Dusty is going to be losing this match. He can't lose every week. He's 
he's uh, he's a legend. Yeah, but I kind of want to have Ekmo win. Yeah, I mean, I want Ekmo to kick some ass right now as well. See, he's like, your ass is mine. He See, he's coming for Dusty. He knows what he's got to do. Oh, yeah, he knows. Somebody's got to start the match here, AMW. Let's go. Holy shit. All right, Chris Harris is... Okay, James Storm's leaving. Finally, so Chris Harris and Sonny Siaki are going to start off the show, or start off the match. Uh, if you're watching along, we'll do a time check here. We're at 15-15, 15-17, 15-18, 15-19, 15-20, 15-21, 15-22, 15-23, 15-24, 15-25, 15-26, 15-27, 15-28, 15-29, 15-30, 15-31, 15-32, 15-33, 15-34, 15-35, 15-36, 15-37, 15-38, 15-39, 15-40, 15-41, 15-42, 15-43, 15-44, 15-45, 15-46, 15-47, 15-48, 15-49, 15-50, 15-51, 15-52, 15-53, 15-54, 15-55, 15-56, 15-57, 15-58, 15-59, 15-60, 15-61, 15-62, 15-63, 15-64, 15-65, 15-66, 15-67, 15-68, 15-69, 15-70, 15-71, 15-72, 15-73, 15-74, 15-75, 15-76, 15-77, 15-78, 15-79, 15-80, 15-81, 15-82, 15-83, 15-84, 15-85, 15-86, 15-87, 15-88, 15-89, 15-90, 15-91, 15-92, 15-93, 15-94, 15-95, 15-96, 15-97, 15-98, 15-99, 15-100, 15-101, 15-102, 15-103, 15-104, 15-105, 15-106, 15-107, 15-108, 15-109, 15-110, 15-111, 15-112, 15-113, 15-114, 15-115, 15-116, 15-117, 15-118, 15-119, 15-120, 15-121, 15-122, 15-123, 15-124, 15-125, 15-126, 15-127, 15-128, 15-129, 15-130, 15-131, 15-132, 15-133, 15-134, 15-135, 15-136, 15-137, 15-138, 15-139, 15-140, 15-141, 15-142, 15-143, 15-144, 15-145, 15-146, 15-147, 15-148, 15-149, 15-151, 15-152, 15-153, 15-154, 15-155, 15-156, 15-157, 15-158, 15-159, 15-160, 15-170, 15-171, 15-172, 15-173, 15-174, 15-175, 15-176, 15-177, 15-178, 15-178, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-179, 15-
Legend laying him in on Harris here. Kick out of two. Andrew Thomas, you son of a bitch. Count faster. Tags out. Ekmo's in. Good night, Chris Harris, probably. Let's see. Couple there should be a, there should be a referee gimmick where they just do fast counts, and then I'd have a show where every match went like fifteen seconds, and I'd oh be like no, God. and then I'd be like no refunds, no refunds. Yeah. <laughs> show starts at seven, show ends at quarter after. Quarter after. Put a ten minute, a ten minute intermission. <laughs> <laughs> Zaki with a spinning neck, spinning neck breaker. Harris kicks out at two though. He's like, "Come on, ref! I'm the ace from the hole. Punch, 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 punch." I wish Ruff's... they did more with Siaki. Yeah, me too. Give him like a like a, a you could easily put him in a world title match, but you got to build to it. And I think if they built to it, especially with ECMO as like his like muscle right now, I think there I think there's a lot of potential here. Yeah, you know, I I agree with that, but I think ECMO would be the better. See, that's the problem. I think ECMO's better than Siaki. So you think he's gonna overshadow Siaki? Yeah. Yeah. And as a result, I could see them doing something similar that they did with Cash in Abyss. Yeah. Which they've tended they've tend to do that. Like they tend to do the same kind of Well just think they I mean D and AJ were partners they clashed. Styles and Lynn, they clashed. Abyss and Kit Kat. I mean, yeah, it does it certainly happens a lot. And they even teased AMW, like, oh, I don't trust you, you're trying to join sex. And then Chris Harris is like, They're good guys. They're just like, What's the big deal? <laughs> What's the exactly. Deal? exactly. They're trying to overtake the company. What are you talking about? Could you imagine, like, the NWO, like, Sting's, like, dude, they fucking beat me up in the parking lot. And then Lex Luger's just like, what are you, come on. Scott Hall, and the guy, they're good guys. I'm just hanging out with them. We're just drinking beers. What are you talking about? It's not a big deal. Who cares? Randy Savage. Oh, yeah, I know Hogan leg dropped you, but, like, pff, that's just business. Like, it's nothing personal. Inside out clothesline by Harris on Legend. Can you make the tag? And here you go, go, James Storm. Off the ropes, coming back. Boom, forearm. Warm. ECMO coming, ducks that clothesline, hits Siaki, comes back, drop kick to ECMO. One. Nope, he's like, fuck you. Oh. Then he hit him into his own boot. Siaki over the head, belly to belly. Dude, Storm's on fire right now. And now all three of them are in. Dusty's got legend. Storm is a Saki, and Ekmo tosses Harris out. Siaki tosses Storm out. So Dusty's alone. Gives Legend the bionic elbow. Of course, the heels don't even know what's going on. Boom, elbow. Boom, elbow. Ekmo's staggering. Is he going to give him another one? Bam. Got it. The tree fell. Oh, is he going to give Legend the figure four? Oh. Oh, boy, oh, dude. No. Dude, I said this. I know you did it. Echo's <laughs> climbing to the top. Dusty's no. down. Harris yeah, screws it up for us. Oh, wow. Fuckers. 
God damn it. That's uh, to me. That's a heel turn for AMW. I mean, they just ruined it. I Double mean, yeah. spear for ECMO. Legend with a kick to Harris. Uh, does Dusty have? Yeah, Dusty's got boots on, right? Yeah, the cowboy boots. Okay, I thought he was wrestling in his socks for a minute, and I was going to be like, <laughs> "Doesn't make any sense." Oh, oh, back elbow, the legend by Dusty. Uh oh, is he going to drop the elbow? That's usually it if he hits it. Dex Yaki off the apron. Oh, no, Legend's oh. up. Oh, God. Death sentence. Let's go. Make it up for your heel turn on me like 30 seconds ago. I like this move. Here we go. Harris and nailed it. Storm floats over. Clean win for AMW and Dusty. Wow. Well, I, I can see why Legend was inserted there. He probably just to take the, the job. Take the pin. Damn it. You're probably right there. That's all right. That's okay. That was actually, uh, I think, a lot more fun than I expected it to be, to be honest with you. Yeah, it wasn't nearly as dull as I was anticipating. Yeah. And I think the crowd energy plays a part in this type of stuff. The following message has been paid for by the franchise. Shane Douglas. Oh, boy. Oh, he's clean shaving now. Whoa. He's sitting here saw after putting out that call last week. Remember, he wanted people to... He, he wants to pull someone not from the business in and make the new franchise. Who's that? Well, who are these people? Not Francine. We got a flat-chested girl, and then a not-flat-chested girl. She's not stacked, Douglas. The one on your right, our left, is not stacked. The one on the right is. He's just laughing at her boobs. What's happening? Yeah, what is... Now is he drooling or something? What is that? Okay. Michael Shane, you're packing a lot of hardware. So that was a quick video message, but now we're interviewing Michael Shane. Who they have, like, a low camera angle on so you can get the trophy and the title in the frame. Yeah. I forgot that Michael Shane won the trophy, not Saban. Saban lost his trophy. Yes. That's right. He expected something big tonight. Oh, he gets a match with the Fong Angel, Christopher Daniels tonight. What's wrong with Christopher Daniels? Hmm. Oh, Daniels isn't in his league. He's nowhere near. He's like... No Michael Shane. The cousin of Shawn Michaels, soon to be known as Shawn, Shawn Michaels, will be known as the cousin of Michael Shane. Absolutely. If it's not on Monday Night Raw at this point, I don't know what we're doing. Uh, I want to do a quick shout out because uh, we've noticed, again, a, this is actually more of a consistent surge in our downloads. Yeah, which is pretty pretty awesome. Yeah, Knock it off, guys. Okay. Uh, I don't want to start getting a inflated ego. <laughs> uh, so you know keep me level I would appreciate it uh, but no in all seriousness if you guys well not yeah, if you guys clearly are listening consistently and apparently enjoying it uh, if you could leave us a review on uh, you know on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever it is that would be uh, that would be absolutely great um, I'll read them on air as long as they're positive and they're not insulting if they are insulting please keep it to Dallas and I will, I will then, uh, I will then read it. 
And Bob right. won't have to deal with the negativity that. He... Yeah, I again, I don't like uh, negativity, and then you know, that's instantly contradicting myself because TNA just brings a lot of negativity to me. So I torture myself enough. No, but yeah, uh, it's awesome. Uh, if you know, if you're new around here, you just happen to find us, or or if someone told you to come listen to us, let us know where that where you're coming from. I'd love to yeah. hear where how you guys found our podcast. Uh, you can tweet us at Cross the Line TNA, and we're over on Facebook at TNA Cross the Line Pod. And uh, yeah, let us know. DM us, tweet us. But we we appreciate you being here, and hope you enjoy the content that we're producing. Yeah, now you would think maybe Christopher Daniels had done something on the independent scene, uh, but according to Cage Match, uh, he didn't do anything. No. And he's usually a regular guy. Maybe I just missed it. I don't know. I'll double check. Fuck it. I mess up enough. So what's what's one more week? Maybe he uh, maybe he was just took a week off. You could have. You never know. Um, I don't think Daniels is gonna win this though. No, which is kind of crappy. I, I mean, he keeps not winning. He does have his followers ringside with him, by the way, or his disciples, whatever you want to call them. And it's the same. It's the same guys. They've been very consistent. And once they show it again, we can we can give the rundown there. But yeah, and uh, Nate Webb, the uh... Nate Webb's all the way to the, our left. If you're watching along, that's Nate Webb. Right, the middle guy would be uh, GQ Money. Yep, and then the uh, one on the far right is Delirious. Which is just nuts to me. Still crazy, yeah. Let's see here, did I miss him? Yes, his followers, so... No, I did not. I did not miss Christopher Daniels, so he, in fact, did nothing. Oh, good for him. Over the weekend. No, that's not good for him. He's got to make money. Dallas well, maybe he, maybe he was doing good, and he could take a time off. Well, or he was begging, and nobody uh, wanted to do it. Well, that's a little bit more sad if that's the case, but... Well, what did I tell you about negativity, okay? We don't it's, like it. It's it's growing on me. I, th- I think I'm embracing it. Because you're embracing it. I think I, I, think I prefer it. Uh, when are you going to send me your, your switch code? Uh, I can do that later today at some point. Cool. I don't have any games that you probably have, so it's probably pointless but well we can just be friends on it <clears throat> better yet if you're listening and you have a nintendo switch and you want to be my friend oh my god <laughs> send me a dm on twitter because i'm not just going to announce it on here because i'm going to pick and choose my people wait a second wait a second shane douglas shane is scouting scouting and taking notes i don't know what that's about oh even today's like he's scouting D- daniels has thrown michael shane to the floor he's going off the ropes this is going to be a dive nope Slid out. Michael Shane moved another way, and he punches him, and he well, hits him against the apron. And he did say that he was looking for a new franchise, wasn't he? He sure did. Michael Shane, oh, big sunset flip to the outside, sling uh, slingshot. Yeah, slingshot move. Thank you, Tanae. So descriptive. Right hand. I only oh, he's got a champion. I wonder if that's a, if that's a hint. He's wearing a champion oh. yellow t-shirt. 
And in fact, Michael Shane is a champion. Oh, I like that. If it is like a little tease, that's kind of, oh shit. Oh, nice little. Oh, Douglas was impressed by that. Maybe he's not looking at the champion. He essentially did a split leg moonsault without the splitting of the legs part. I don't know right. how else you call it. It's a split leg. I just, I still call it a split leg moonsault, even though I think I think Tanae did it too. To be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, how else would you say that? Just a moonsault, like a springboard, a slingshot, a slingshot moonsault. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Choose Michael Shane to the corner. Comes in with a clothesline. The crowd is split on Daniels. They're like chaining for him, and then other people are saying he sucks. Shoulder first into the in the ring post. In the ring, does uh, Daniels go? GQ Money's like really dedicated to his character here. Actually, I think he's showing more and more personality. Where I feel like none of them kind of really were before, and now he's really, I mean, paying more attention to him. He's even showing like he's holding his shoulder that. Christopher yeah. Daniels is getting worked on. And I think that's really an interesting uh, way to take on the character. It's like he's feeling the pain yes. that Daniels is. I like that. But uh, he's really he's yeah. like really selling it. He's selling it more than Daniels is. Like it hurts him more. Nate Webb's pretending to do it right now, but Yeah, but he's not doing it nearly as well. Delirious is seemingly putting in minimal effort here. Very, very minimal offer, which I, you could argue is going to reflect in his booking in a few years. But <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> Just depends how you want to look at it. Depends how you want to look at it. Yeah, great. Oh, boy. Jesus. The fact that he's been booking that company for almost like 10 years now is insane, but whatever. Well, damn. Michael Shane going for a Whoa. Daniels counters elbow from behind. Oh, springboard. Moonsault. That's beautiful. One, two, nothing. Kicked out. Oh, Mike Posey's our referee. So not only can Andrew Thomas not make three counts, Mike Posey can't either. You're kidding. <laughs> Forearm by Michael Shane. One, two. Another kick out. Two, two. I find myself just watching GQ Money's reactions. Well, now <laughs> I do too. Now I do too, though. Yeah. So I don't know if that's what they would want to have happen, but I appreciate after he's like, putting in his character work. Yeah. Michael Shane's got like a hammer lock in on Daniels. I don't think Daniels is going to submit, folks. Yeah, I don't either. He's breaking out a couple of back elbows off the rope. Oh, Michael Shane got a sleeper in. And I think a sleeper hold is a perfect time to give you. Oh, wait, he's breaking out of it. Hold on. Okay, another sleeper hold. Okay, so I got a fun little note here that I'm actually very excited to share. It's okay. actually, it's not as exciting as some of the other ones, but I'm excited. Wait, Daniels Connors. Oh, double clothesline, double down. And that is that the company has several DVDs coming out in the next few months. And here is what they are. We have the best of the NWA title, TNA title matches. We have the best of the X Division matches. And best of the bloodiest brawls. And, uh, I mean, these all actually come out. These are all real DVDs they release uh, in late 2003, I believe. So, it's pretty cool. 
Yeah, well, I think Don West had mentioned like holiday 2003 that that was a nice overhead suit overhead throw by Dan. And, and, the and, and they would they would go on to then re-release a best of the X division. There's two DVDs. I don't know if it's an exact re-release or if it is updated when they do that. I think it's updated. And same with the best of the bloodiest brawls. They end up updating it, I believe. And there's two best technically, if you count this first one, there's three best of the bloodiest brawls DVDs. And if you are a DVD collector, which I am of TNA, these are generally a little difficult to find. And if you do find them, usually they're a little pricier. And you have them, I'm assuming? I have. I only have one of them. I have the best of the NWA TNA title matches. Hmm. But the, I've, I've almost purchased the X Division one a couple times. The Bloodiest Brawls one, I think, is the a little bit harder to find. But I haven't gone out of my way recently. Oh, BME. Got it. Oh, that was good. Good in your fall. TNA DVDs in general, I feel like are a little uh, difficult to find. I mean, I I at some point here was trying. I still kind of am. I'd like to do it. Is get every like one of their pay per view DVDs, uh, not the one that only is necessarily, but like their mainstay pay per views. Mm-hmm. I have a I have a decent amount. Oh, going for the last rights, but Michael Shane caught the rope. Roll up. Oh, I was nervous. So the. I'm on eBay right now. It looks like the, the 2006 release is uh, like the most common one. Yeah, that's it not is. what you were talking about. Right? You're talking about obviously 2003. I'm assuming. Yes. Yeah. The 2006 is not the the one. But for example, that NWA TNA title match one. I mean, I'm seeing it for forty dollars for thirty dollars. I mean, that's that's what that's what it goes for. I well, mean, so here, so here's I found all three of them from 2003. Okay. It's it's grouped together. Take a guess on how much someone wants for it. At least one fifty. It's in. It's from Canada. I don't know if that plays a part. Angels Wings there. Yeah, Angels Wings. Is he gonna get a cover? One, one, two, two. Oh, oh. This has been a decent match here. Some good near falls. Uh, no. So for all three of them combined, they're going. They're asking for five hundred dollars. But don't worry, free shipping. Oh, well, that's good. I mean, why not, right? I'm telling you that. I mean, they are they're they're hard to get your hands on. Yeah, but that's nuts. I think one of the more expensive TNA DVDs I purchased was like Destination X, like 2007, I think it is. And I spent like forty dollars on it, and I don't know why it was forty dollars, but. Oh, the follower trying to grab the title out of Michael Shane's hand. Daniels comes in from behind, rolls him up. Oh, yeah, it's Nate Webb. Oh, fuck. Oh, Nate Webb, you idiot. He just smashed him with the belt, essentially. Shane with the super kick. One, two, three. Well, it's just the way that goes, I guess. That was a decent little match there. Yeah, it was. I think it's kind of a bummer, though, that Daniels is on this, like, losing streak because I've been really liking what he's been doing. Yeah. Oh, here come the followers. There goes uh, Delirious. Super kick to <laughs> Nate Webb. You know, Dallas, maybe if you were to contact uh, TNA about the DVDs that you need, they'll, uh, they'll just send it to you for free. Do you have confirmation about 45 DVDs yet? No. He said that he was, he was likely going to check his stuff today. 
and uh, see if the list is there. If the list is gone, I mean, I can make it again. It's not a big deal. Especially if I know I'm getting him for free. Uh, Saving with a Hurricane Rana to send Michael Shane to the floor. Yeah, Mike. Is he getting cheered? I thought Saban was a heel. Is he getting cheered now? They're chanting Hal Saban. There's the trophy that. I can't hear what they're saying. They're saying you still suck to Michael Shane. I don't know. Daniel's standing mm-hmm. up. Looks like he's going to approach Michael Shane or uh, Chris Saban, excuse me. What are you doing? Well, this actually kind of goes into. Uh, another note I have, but I'm actually saving it because it ties in, I think, with... Hold on. Let me let me double-check. Well, it doesn't matter now because now it's off the thing, but... The biggest event in rest in the history of TNA Wrestling. Hold on. Bound? Holy shit. Dude, what? What? Okay. That's They've even done a graphic for it. Wow. Okay. That's pretty cool. It looks like we're about to head into that video, Pat, or the video. So talking about Jarrett spoiling the party at the press conference. Well, let's see if I can get part of this in before we get to this um, package. So I I meant to mention this during the Hogan part, but it was in a different section of my notes. But the latest on the 1130 pay-per-view show is that the working idea now is to do it from the fairgrounds in Nashville. The reason given (laughs) is that it's cheaper to do it there, and they only have 1,300 seats to fill, with the idea of jacking up the ticket prices like they did for the anniversary show at Sting. Hogan is said to be against doing it in such a small-time venue. The company has had talks in the last week for the Orleans in Las Vegas, which has 7,000, which is a 7,000 seat arena. So nothing is locked in stone yet. The Nashville Auditorium, which seats 9,000, has also been in talk. Has also. I don't know talk. if you want to see this, Dallas, but they're showing footage from Japan. Yeah, I was trying to just get that last line out, and then I have okay. more I will add on after. Because, yes, we are literally seeing clips of Hogan coming out in the Tokyo Dome. If they were to jack up the prices, they have to do, like, front row, like, $200 or something. Like that would be insane. So we're getting clips of this. Uh, how long? 19-minute match? 1946 or something like that was. I didn't know Hogan could go that long in 2003. I didn't know that either. The X-Bomber Larry is Japanese. Fucking clothesline. He's Japanese. Dude, what in the world? I love how he's using his WCW theme song. That's great. And here we go, dude. Press conference. You ready? Holy shit. Oh, fuck. He's got unfinished business in Japan. He's got unfinished business in the United States. He's never won the NWA world title. Oh, door opens. Oh, oh, shit. There it is, dude. Fucking nails. Oh, wicked hard. Now he's got a steel chair. Jimmy oh, Hart's shit. there. Well, Jimmy Hart tries to stop him. Oh, he's busted open. Yep. He did a blade job for that? Wow. Yeah, Jarrett's wearing all white because he's going to get Hogan's blood all over him, of course. Of course he is. And there's a uh, Chon. Is that? No, that wasn't the show. No, it wasn't. I don't think so. He's going to make the save in a minute. But he's talking. Jarrett's kicking him, saying, You're talking about unfinished business, Hogan. Of course, they have. Oh, there's Chon. Oh, there's Chon. Yep. 
And of course, the unfinished business is Bash at the Beach 2000. Jeff Jarrett, if you still have that uh, white outfit with Hogan's blood on it, uh, I would love to obtain it. That'd be fun. Hogan is nasty bust open right now. He did a crazy blade job for a guitar shot. Dude. So that's a heel turn for Jared. I mean, they show it here. And Mike Tanay's in the ring one week from tonight. We'll finally get the long-awaited championship match. Um, and now to finish up my statement on on the uh, well, that Matt. Did the live crowd see that video? Because they're going to probably boo him now. Let's find out. I would assume they had to have. They all know what's happening. Yes, center controversy, Jeff Jarrett. Um, so, yeah, so they're thinking about the Nashville Auditorium with 9,000 seats, which I actually think makes a lot of sense if they want to keep You have to do it in a bigger arena. You cannot do it at the fair. So it seems like Las Vegas, at the, the Orleans with the 7,000 seats, or the Nashville Auditorium, I bet, are the best bets. Now, keep listen to this. Nashville. Keep it in Nashville. I think so. Um, there is... Uh, the other match that's being talked about for this show is doing the second Ultimate X match. Now, mm-hmm. listen to the names. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, it would be involving Michael Shane, Chris Sabin, and AJ Styles. With the idea that after Styles loses to the title to Jeff Jarrett on 1022, barring any changes, he'll be made into a star of the X Vision to give it more of a marquee power. The storyline they were working on, besides playing off the 2000 Bash of the Beach angle, is that Hogan is coming back for a quest for his childhood dream of winning the NWA title. The major belt he's never held. They are hoping to get Sting and Roddy Piper on the show as well, but neither deal is finalized. And Randy Savage has been seriously talked about as well, but with the heat with Hogan, uh, Dave says he doesn't see that as having much of a chance. Wow. So we have a potential gigantic show coming up. I mean, I would buy it. I mean, I'm trying to think from a 2003 standpoint, if it was Hogan, Jarrett, and that Ultimate X match, I'm fucking buying it. I mean, I really think I would. I mean, you don't even know what Raven's doing, but I'm sure it'd be something crazy with Vampiro or something, you know? Hold your horses. It's not an ad. No, no, no. It's a technical glitch, folks. That's right. We had an internet drop or something. So if you're following along, pause it right now because we're at 4447. I'll give you a minute. Okay, you're there. So I'm going to count down from three. And when I say play, we're going to jump right back into the show. If you're listening along, sorry for this 10-second spiel of what happened. But here we go. Ready? Three, two, one, play. And we're back. And we're back. Whoa, that was a lot of fun. So Mike Tanay's in the ring now. Jeff Jarrett's in the ring. He's talking to him, saying, Jarrett, what's going on with that controversy in Japan, brother? Uh, the cr- the crowd is booing him, Bob. Um, so I think that answers our question there. Yeah. And Jared just shushed him right here. Jared's like, yo, you guys need to quiet down. So he's talking about June 11, 2003. That's where he lost the title. He said his opponents didn't beat him that night. Styles and Raven didn't beat him. But one man did. And that's Vince Russo. He's crediting Vince Russo with beating him? Yeah, which is interesting. He said the first thing he was going to do was remove Russo from the equation. 
Russo threw everything in the book at me. Threw a legend, through Daniels, and nothing worked. And now four weeks ago, Jared got his shot. It was set at October 22nd. Next week, one of our biggest shows in a while. So two weeks ago, Dusty Rhodes opened his mind and his eyes and ears to one thing. And that's to become an icon in this business. You have to become a self-serving son of a bitch. This sounds like a heel promo. <laughs> yeah, it does. The crowd is chanting for Hogan. I thought they were chanting pussy. That'd be funny. No, it's definitely Hogan. You're right. <laughs> I wish it was pussy. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, Jared said he wasn't going to sit back and let things happen to him. He took action into his own hands, so he got on a plane. He bought himself a ticket, and he went to Tokyo, Japan. Hulk Hogan had his big homecoming, and everybody knows. Everyone knows that Dusty is a self-serving son of a gun, but Hulk Hogan, he's saying Hogan is the biggest self-serving son of a gun. Yeah, we'll find that out real soon. Yeah, we will. Um, <laughs> no kidding. Oh, word is going around that Hogan's negotiating with TNA. But basically, Jared says he'll be damned if he lets Hogan come in into his backyard Instead of Hogan coming to TNA, he took yeah he took TNA to Hulk Hogan. He flew sixty five hundred miles halfway around the world. He rained on his parade. He crushed that guitar over his head. Is Hogan about to run out right now? No. <laughs> well, let me saw, let me tell you something, brother. Could you imagine? We, if he did? Right. We want Hogan chance. When he comes into a place, he takes all the money, all the glory, all the belts. And he takes all the credit. Is this a shoot? <laughs> I think there's some level of shoot to this, yeah. TNA is a rocket ship ready to explode, and he'll be damned if he lets Hogan come in here and take his spot. TNA's like sad. It's like he really wants Hogan to come, and Jared's ruining it for him. <laughs> I know, right? Come on, Jeff. I was really looking forward to this. Oh. Okay. Don't ever go there again. Don't ever bring it up. I like how intently fucking today's looking at it. That's funny. Next Wednesday night, Jeff Jarrett is going to get his world title shot. And Vince Russo, Hulk Hogan, Dusty Rhodes... Oh, shit. There's Russo. He just speared Jarrett. I thought that was Jimmy Hart for a second. So did I. And now Vince <laughs> Russo's on top of Jarrett. And it looks like he's humping what him. What is going on? Russo staring Jarrett Slender. Smokes. Oh, I can't believe close. Russo's beating up Jeff Jarrett right now, Dallas. It makes him look really good before his title match. Holy shit. Like, this is the dumbest... Oh, that girl's terrifying. Um, yeah, she's wicked scared. Yeah. He's a, he's like, I'm going to rustle you, Hulk Hogan. And Vince Russo, a television writer, is beating the shit out of Jeff Jarrett with a chair in the crowd right now. 
what the fuck are we doing? What in the world? Oh my god, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, Russo hits him into the guardrail. Fucking speared him Garrett's... into the guardrail. <laughs> this is so There's stupid. no way. Jared's knocking the shit off this table. There's no way Jared's uh, Russo's going to put Jared through this table, right? I don't know, man. This this booking decision here for Vince Ru- I can't emphasize this enough. Vince Ru- he's going to put him right. Uh, he slammed well, him onto it. Yeah, he almost went through. He's beating up your number one contender. He has a championship match next week against AJ Styles and apparently is going to be fighting Hulk Hogan on November 30th. Oh, Jared's recovering now. The fact that Jeff Jarrett has to make a comeback on Vince Russo is this. Oh, he hit it with a chair is a statement. I never thought I'd have to say. Oh, well, now Jarrett's getting back at him, so. Yeah, and I understand that, you know, Russo attacked him from behind. Like, I get that, but still. That's like if a 10-year-old kid were to attack me from behind. I feel like the kid wouldn't have a three-minute advantage on me. Yeah. Unless it's like a jacked kid. I mean, then maybe. Maybe he would. Jarrett throws Russo into the guardrail, I think. Or did he go over it? No, nope, he's just nice in the there. Oh yeah, he's in like a pile of chairs. I don't know what Russo was thinking to do this because now he's going to get killed. And he told everyone to leave him, like let him do his business. <laughs> like, right? No one's no one's going to come help him. Another oh, shot to the back. Do you do you think this is their way of writing Russo off if Hogan's coming in? I sort of think that's what it's hinting at. Look at fake Vampiro in the crowd. Yeah, Holy the shit. Hell? He was behind the commentator's table earlier, and I definitely thought it was like a wrestler dressed up like Vampiro. Well, remember, I mean, this was probably months ago, but when they had like the random guys with like the Halloween masks or whatever, well, that, and we were like, that, oh, who are those guys? And that's Russo and Styles at the end or whatever. That's why I thought that was like someone else. Yeah. Jeff Jarrett has snapped. Oh, yeah, he snapped as if Russo attacking him didn't trigger him at all. No. He's whipping Russo. Well, maybe he shouldn't have reacted that way. Is that what they're trying to say? Like, this is an overreaction by Jeff Jarrett. I think that's sort of what it's hinting at, yeah. Like, does he need to maybe whip him now after he hit him with the chair ten times? Probably not. No, you're right. Oh, and now he's wrapping a cord around his neck, I think. Yep. Oh, a belt. A belt around Jared's Around neck. his neck? Yep. What is with these people in choking and hanging? Like, they really enjoy that here in DNA. It's their kink. Yeah, maybe. Oh, and he is tying Russo by the neck to the fence, or he's oh, trying to. nice. Great. Well, what could happen, I wonder? Yeah, he is officially tying him. That thing is not going to stay tied, but it's a good shot. It's a good try. And he's got a trash can. This has got to be Russo being written off. I mean, I don't understand why. It, it has to. Be. There's no other. I, I wouldn't understand any other, like, why they're doing this. Jarrett head back to the ring, but he looked like he was just grabbing a chair. Oh, another chair shot to Russo. 
You want some more? My only problem with stuff like this is I feel like when they do it, it goes way too long. I feel like recently, didn't they do something where it was like, yeah, cool, this is fun and all, but like, why are we still doing it? Yeah, uh, security trying to stop Jarrett, and he hits them all with a trash can. Every single one of them. Get him, JF. He said it's over, Russo. Go get him, JF. Russo is definitely unconscious. He's hung, he looks like a rag doll being hung, yeah, he and he's getting like hit he's, with a chair again. He looks like he's dead. What will his sons think of this? Will they send in another videotape? Jarrett just keeps hitting with the chair. And is someone cheering? Oh, there's Siaki and Ekmo about time. That was. Yeah, Ekmo and there's Legend. Legend. There's Styles in the ring. Damn it, Vance. What were you thinking? We told you. I got a title match next week, Vance. What are we doing? He's not even talking on a microphone. He's just yelling in the ring. Yeah, right. So this is interesting because Jarrett is essentially turned heel, but no one likes – like, Russo's like kind of the ultimate heel in TNA. So, like, don't you kind of want to cheer Jarrett for beating the crap out of him? But then they're trying to say on commentary he went too far, which is why Jarrett's still the bad guy here. It's, it's a kind of messy, but it's kind of fun. Yeah, but when it's messy and confusing, then it kind of defeats the purpose. Well, yeah, I mean, that's why it's confusing. But they're, it's like, on co- they're trying really hard on commentary to push this, like, what's going to happen next week? And I think what what's going to happen next week is Jarrett's still going to get booed. And, but I'm curious to see when Styles comes out, is the crowd going to cheer him? Uh, did they just, did they just make Jarrett hate, hate it enough to then now cheer Styles? They've teased Styles Russo butting heads anyways. Mm-hmm. So we've already kind of dipped into that. Okay, we're backstage now. Scott Hudson with the red shirt security, Kevin Northcutt, Ryan Wilson. But they have that low camera angle, which I get they're trying to do it to make people look bigger, but they're already kind of big, so you don't really got to do this. Yeah, and it's kind of it feels like as if they just left it on the ground. I was going to say, it feels like they just didn't want someone holding the camera, so they just set it up, which isn't even centered with the logo in the background, and they were just like, just film it quick. Yeah. I'm fully prepared right here. Since when does he have like a Brooklyn accent? I'm fully prepared with my video store. <laughs> Gonna get a cannoli. Mm, I could go for a cannoli right now. Oh, you want to talk about the Roddy Piper interview? Want to talk about Piper? Oh, there it is, right there. That is that the VHS biggest tape. VHS tape in my life. Holy yeah. shit! There's nothing good on this tape. Oh, oh. shit. He took, Don Kells told no more uh, interviews will be seen. And he literally took the tape and he smashed it smashed. on the floor. I'm really trying to wonder. I'm wondering if with Russo. Is that like some kind of like sympathy? I don't understand for him. Well, that's what doesn't make sense. I could because I understand Jarrett freaking out the way he did. Because if you really think about all the things that Russo's put him through, like it's the ultimate, like you know, yeah. revenge, I guess. But well, here is uh, Kevin Northcott in his, I believe, his singles debut. Correct? 
On TV for On us. On TV, yeah. yeah. Warren yeah. Wilson, he's still beat from explosion earlier, but he's okay. He's here. He's like, thank God I don't have to work twice. Yeah. And his we opponent. Don't have, we don't have lollipop this week, which is annoying, but whatever. This is the second week in a row, I think. Look at this. Eric Watts coming out with Vaughn and Santel, and Vaughn's got a neck brace. <laughs> and Santel's in a sling for the his thing. collarbone. What the fuck, man? These guys aren't going to help you, Eric. What are you doing? <laughs> You know what? Every week he should come out with another member of security that's just bandaged up. So, like, next week it'll be these two and, like, the old guy with taped up ribs or something. That'd be great. I don't even know if that's even properly on his neck. Yeah, I don't know. Look at him. He's wincing because he's thinking about it. He's fucking terrified. I can already feel my collarbone re-breaking. Cancel Piper's tape, that's for sure, because it was destroyed. Northcutt hammering away on Watts, followed with a chop, sends him in. Oh, Watts counters. Boot to the gut. What is he? Uh, okay, Hurricane Rana by Eric Watts. The heck? And a big boot. Somebody's been watching Rey Mysterio tapes. Today goes off. Did you see that? A six foot five guy pulling out X division moves like a Hurricane Rana? Well, it is no limits. Yeah, that's truth. He better watch out, Michael Shane. <laughs> Could you imagine Eric Watts? I'm coming for the X title. Yeah, you better watch out. Did you see that Hurricane Rana? Well, there's more than that. Because I've been watching WCW Nitro from 97, and I think I can do a 450. Whips Kevin Northcott against the guardrail. Um, well, since, you know, we're around ringside here, I did tease that I had a Athena note. And, um, oh, wait, there's a clip of Russo getting put into an ambulance. Oh, boy. He's going to go to a medical facility. He sure has. Slapped and coming real quick. Um, so apparently Athena is done. She's what? no longer with the company. Uh, as apparently last week, a fan held up a We Miss Athena sign and was told it was politically incorrect sign. So Athena's done. Uh, but to kind of piggyback off of this, apparently Tracy is going to be coming back with a significant push, and Desire is also set to return soon. Um, politically incorrect? I guess. That's the phrasing they said for that? Yeah, someone told them that they had a politically incorrect sign about the uh, We Miss Athena. So yeah, she's done being standing ringside. Um, okay, well, Tracy was, wasn't she with Teen Bitch Slap or whatever? Yeah, the Bitch the bitch Slap Girls. Bitch Slap Girls. Well, that's apparently been dropped then. She's coming back. With a push, but like... With a push. They don't have a woman's title. What's the push? She must be aligned with something. Like a, you know what? She might be with Kazarian, if he's going to be like a woman, a woman guy. Well, that would make sense, yeah. And then I don't know about Desire. I'd be shocked if she comes back anytime soon. She broke her back, did she? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she got screwed up. I don't think she's coming back. Uh, Just a couple seconds ago, Northcutt did a nice uh, overhead uh, suplex. 
and your leg drops watts over the bottom rope. I kind of like Northcutt. I do. Not Ryan Wilson, because I feel like Ryan Wilson doesn't know what to do. Even standing around ringside, he just looks confused. Like, why am I here? Yeah. What is Northcutt trying to do? Okay. He's wrenching on the neck of Eric Watts. Is Eric Watts going to submit? Is this it? This is the end of Director of Operations? I assume this storyline's got to be dropped pretty soon, too. Um, I also noticed, I meant to mention it during the Jarrett segment, but there was a We Miss Gold or We Want Goldie sign. Or bring back Goldie, something like that. And fucking yeah, bring back Goldilocks. What the fuck? Yeah, where has she been? I don't know, but it's kind of weird. Especially because she's like, unless at this time she's still in California, but. And they were just maybe sick of flying her in. I don't know. Oh, big choke. Oh, God. That was was horrible. I've never seen a worse choke slam. Holy shit. Oh my god, he really Rudy, got no air on that. Rudy Charles was like, yo, you gotta do that again because that looked like such ass. Ryan Wilson on the apron. Eric Watts knocks him down. Wait, what's... Northcutt has something in his hand. Is it a chain? Handcuffs or something? Oh. I don't know what they were, but he put it back in. One, two. Handcuffs. They are handcuffs. Northcutt with the win over Eric Watts. Is he busted open? Sure, looks like it. Well, they're beating him down. The foreign opt. It's handcuffs today. Today was even the one who said they were handcuffs. Yeah, it's not like for uh, what the hell. Help on the way. Yep, this guy's gonna help. Yeah. Okay, buddy, you're gonna be crippled. Yeah, hold on. Ryan Wilson, he's known for injuring people, so here's another injury. Ready? Here we go. Up and, and down. There goes your... Okay. And he didn't put him down delicately, needless to say. Oh, and here's another guy, and you're going to die too. And three, two, one, and choke and Boom. See, right on your neck, pal. Love it. Okay, and we cannot get handcuffs on Eric Watts. And here is... Oh, oh here's Don. It's Heavy D, who actually looks like he's lost weight since we've seen him last. He was getting quite large. One of the original black shirts. He's back. They're cheering him, but they didn't know he no – did way. they know he, he was a Nazi yet? I guess they had to have because he wore the they shirt in the asylum in that tables match against Malice that was edited off the Impact Plus app, but you can find it on the internet. That's right. And I bet you that Don probably had to sit down with Jared, and he was like, I think I can have one more – Wait. Run. Is that Goldie? There's Goldie. <gasps> Thank God, Goldilocks is back. She's saving her boyfriend, Eric Watts. Yeah. She's screaming, stop it. Don, she's helping you, Goldie. Don's helping. She's very concerned. Another bump. The biggest event in the history of TNA wrestling. Bound for glory. November 30th. That was a weird placement for that if we're not done with this segment yet, but... Yeah, that was weird. Goldie's showing a lot more skin here. Yes, she is. Not that I'm going to complain about it, but just saying. 
Boom, boom. Oh, this is Swinger. Swinger in, uh, no? Nope. X Division. Isn't that Swinger's X- music? I'll be honest. I don't know what Swinger's music is. I could have sworn that was uh, Gilberti then. Oh, Eric Young. Sanjay Dutt. Oh, shit. Sanjay Dutt's debut here. Eric Young's second match sure is. And Bob's got some indie notes, baby. Showtime, Eric Young. All right. So uh, Eric Young, he recently, on the October 6th edition, he lost to Val Venus on WWE Heat. Oh. And then, as you mentioned, this is Sunday Judd's uh, debut here in TNA. He is a regular for IWA Mid-South C. ZW, Jersey All Pro, MLW, and USA Pro on October 11th. Oh, shit. Who's this? That's Jarrell Clark. El Fuego and Jarrell Clark. Uh, Sanjay Dutt, he won a four-way over Alex Shelley, Jimmy Jacobs, and Trent Acid to retain the IWA Mid-South Light Heavyweight Championship because IWA Mid-South and CZW had a working relationship. Jarrell Clark... Uh, he lost to Roderick Strong in a three-way, also involving Danny Doring, on October 11th for NWA Florida. And that's your indie notes for this contest. Uh, I like Jarrell Clark, so this should be interesting to see how uh, he does here. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen him or El Fuego at all. So I've not seen El Fuego, and I did not even remember him ever being here. So I don't know what that's all about. But uh, Clark and Dutt kicking us off here. This is a random tag team match that I don't understand is on. Oh, it's nice just, snap hurricane runner by Clark. It, it's just one of those X Division showcases, as it, as Tanae said, that open door policy. We got three new young talent from the independent scene as Dutt flips out of an arm or uh, yeah, like an arm drag. Head scissor takedown for Clark or two Clark by Dutt. Arm drag drop kick. Wow. Dutt's all fired up. Of course, Dutt, they they mentioned his the original player from the Himalaya right. nickname as well on commentary. So if you're a longtime TNA fan, you you already know who Sanjay Dutt is. We don't have to tell you. You know. Yeah, he's going to be a regular, uh, I guess, off and on for like the next, what, 15 years? Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be here for a while. Yeah. Uh, Fuego and Eric Young now are in the match. Fuego kind of giving me Adam Rose vibes. Yeah. Just from a, a look. Well, when Clark was coming out, you know who he looked like that no one listening will know is uh, he, he like his face looked like current day Jason Axe. Uh, the, the, the way the light was when he was coming out, I was like, he's even got like the little mustache. It looked like I don't yeah. know if he actually does, but yeah. I was getting major uh, Jason X vibes. Actually, if you guys li- watch that uh, 2CW show that we mentioned earlier in the show, you'll know exactly who Jason X is because he's on the show. That's right. He was a guy that after every time. Oh, nice belly like suplex by Eric Young. Could that be a sign that Shane Douglas could work with him? Because Shane Douglas uses the belly to belly suplex. I don't know. Damn right. Just saying. Um, no, Joel Clark. No, drops Young over the top rope. Fuego with a modified flatliner. But back to my Jason accent. He used to go cha after every strike to the point where the crowd would mock him, and eventually he stopped doing it. I didn't even realize he didn't do that at all in the shows we just watched. <laughs> yeah, eventually it got to a point where he just stopped doing it. An assisted, bad. like, standing sliced bread, I guess, by Clark on Young. Yeah. I don't know if I... I, I know we, we've seen him. 
excuse me, but I'm always, I guess I always forget that Eric Young was here in 2003. Yeah, it seems very early, doesn't it? Whoa, hmm. he almost broke his neck there, but he hit a corkscrew splash on him. Uh, Clark did onto Eric Young, I should say. Oh, his nickname is Mister Six Thirty. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to do the move here, but it's yeah, fucking Tim, Tim also just said, we don't know if he's going to do it. I think the fact that they keep on mentioning it means that we will probably see it. Well, I want to see it now. Just but like hey, with like Jason Cross's crossfire, like they would always mention it and then we saw it. Speaking of 630s and flip moves and all that, uh, Teddy Hart was on the interactive interview radio show last week. And, uh, mm. I mean... He didn't have a lot to say. He did say he enjoyed working in TNA despite uh, the fact that there was no Jack in the Box nearby, uh, since that's his favorite restaurant. Okay. <laughs> uh, he said he only had a few minutes to go over stuff with Hoovy since Hoovy showed up late, but overall was happy with how their match went down. Uh, but he also said he felt 99% sure that he was going to be brought back by TNA, but also said oh. that if he, if he had to choose one guy to work for, that it would be Vince McMahon. Well, of course. Uh, Eric Young just hit a double Death Valley driver on Clark and Fuego, so that was pretty cool. <clears throat> I love how his main gripe was that there wasn't a jack in the box nearby. That's Teddy Hart for you. Baseball slide through. Here comes Sunjay. Missile dropkick to both men. Forearm or back elbow to Clark. Oh, Holy oh, shit. Fuck. Let's go, Sanjay. Very unique Hurricanrana there. Comes back, Tilt a World DDT. Big one. Yeah, Tilt a World turned into a tornado DDT on Fuego. Let's see. We're going to see a double dive here. That's a lot of fun. Oh, Clark stops Dutt. Eric Young with a baseball slide. (laughs) Oh, another one. (laughs) He just, oh, sliding, swinging neck breaker on the floor by Young to Fuego. Okay. Uh Uh-oh, what's Clark doing? Springboard moonsault. On to Eric Young. That was very nice. Very clean moonsault. Yeah. And here comes Fuego. Oh, huge suicide dive. Can we get a replay? No. Uh, oh, Sanjay. Twisting dive to the floor. Oh. How come that? Yeah, guys in the truck. Come on, we need a replay. We got to see it again. Have we seen any replays on this show today? Oh, here we go. Yeah, they, yeah they've done they've done uh, like one or two, I think. Okay. It's good that I don't remember the replays because at one point it was every, you know, 35 seconds they would do a replay. Can we get another replay? We're, we need to see it. Like Don Westman, that was a crazy right hand. Can we get a replay? Oh, oh there it oh, is. Oh, he hits the 630 on Eric Young, does Drell Clark. And then he, like, remembered he had to cover him. And then Dot that breaks up the pin, though. Cover. Of course. Of course he breaks up the cover. So we just got a visual of the 630, but not the finish. That with a knee and a jawbreaker and a neckbreaker combo. Oh, Fuego. What do you call it? They just said the name. 
For what? Dutch what Dutch just did? did? Yeah, I missed it though. I don't know. I didn't hear it. Yeah, I missed it too. So it was like the I don't know. I don't even want to botch it. So are you, are you ref for what was the move that they were talking? That about? stunner like combination that they that he just did. Holy oh, shit! Hindu press. That will do it. That's right. That's right. That was, uh, I, I mean, Sanjay, Sanjay and Jarrell Clark stood out there, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Absolutely. That was a fun tag match. Kid, Kid Cash being interviewed backstage by Scott Hudson. He's about to be fighting the monster, Abyss. Hold it up there, Scotty, not so hottie. He said he never makes a bad decision. He's the toughest man walking the planet right now. I like how he. Oh, now they're oh now they're standing up <laughs> because they're like he doesn't need to look taller, so they move up and these. these That's funny. <laughs> um, I believe that Sanjay calls that move. By the way, the Kolkata Kata. I was just I was waiting until he was done. I just looked it up. Here's Kevin Northcutt and Ryan Wilson. You don't tell me nothing. He's the He's giant a- killer. He's like to go to attend some real important business. Like oh, from the oh. Is this Swinger and Diamond? Well, now I know their music. I could have, maybe at one point it was. It, I bet you early on, I would not be surprised. I believe this is a tag team match coming up. I don't think it's a six-man, but David Young and Gilberti are both ringside. Fucking David Young. What an idiot. I just want you guys to like me. And they're just like, well, we're just going to kick your ass. What is that? Very soft. From Wildwood, New Jersey. Oh, shit. Goring and Roadkill. Their music is a little weird. I don't know if it really fits their character. The Angrish Amish Warrior Roadkill. I got indie notes, baby. Oh, shit. So, Roadkill... Uh, at least here in recent memory since ECW's demise. He's really just been a regular for 3PW. He's done other stuff, but for the most part, he's just been working for Blue Meanie's company, 3PW. Uh, Danny Doring, we haven't seen him in Impact or TNA since August, uh, as he was in that four-way. But uh, since then, most recently, he had he himself also had a tryout with WWE on October 6th and October 7th, where he had two tag matches teaming up with Tony Mamluke and Arch Kincaid losing to Chad Wicks and John Walters, and then losing to mm-hmm. Rhino and Sean O'Hare. And spoiler alert, he's not hired. Really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Swinger's yeah. got going in one corner. Diamond is getting beat his ass by Roadkill in the other. Roadkill whips 
diamond into Swinger. Well, this makes more sense of uh, why there's the potential that they might get a title shot eventually, as we discussed. Because Roadkill and Doring are teaming up on this show against Swinger and Diamond. So there's definitely some potential here. Yeah, if they're hinting at it. Oh, Doring going to the top rope, leaping off for a crossbody onto Diamond Swinger. Um, I mean, this is a non-title match, obviously, right? Correct. Okay, so I would imagine in order to get a title match, they would have to win. Oh, oh. fuck. Roadkill went to her dive as well, and he landed on the guardrail and pushed it back about three, four feet. That would have hurt. Uh, Swinger still has his uh, midsection wrapped up pretty good. Yeah, uh, if you remember, a few weeks ago, he had his appendix removed, and then he decided to wrestle just a few weeks after that, which seems very, very risky. Yeah, any normal human being would probably be out for about a month. But, but not a genetic freak like Swinger. Right, Swinger's not normal. If you're following along at home, we are at 18, or an hour and 18 minutes and 55 seconds. Oh, Diamond dropping Doring over the top rope, throat first. Tanae's telling David Young, don't you realize you're being used? Because apparently they're on commentary. Yep, Gilberti and David Young is standing by at the commentary table. Yeah. Uh, the champs just hit a uh, side slam reverse DT combo. America's Most Wanted is at the top of the ramp watching. Gilberti's like, what are they doing there? Oh, they're saying because they have never received their return match for the titles. Is that true? I thought they got a rematch. I don't know if they did once they lost it. So you're telling me they gave Simon and Swinger like five rematches. And, and then once they beat them, yeah, they never got there. Yeah. The Simon series here. Ending with that front suplex. Front suplex, yeah. One, two, kick out by Doring. Doring looks to be in fantastic condition. Yeah, I think he looks pretty good. He, his, it, like, was his hair more blonde the last time we saw him? I believe so. But he just—he looks more muscular than, or I mean, I guess thicker is a better answer or a better thing for uh, yeah, compared to his yeah. heavier. Here comes Simon Diamond Swinger holding Doring for a right hand, getting double teamed here briefly. Oh, right hand again. Simon sending Doring across the way. Double leg slam. Is he going to get it or is Doring going to counter? Holding the ropes. Doring counters. Double underhook. DDT. Double arm DDT. The wham bam. The wham bam. Fans want roadkill. They got him. Yeah, roadkill has always been the Shawn Michaels of the tag team. Everybody loves him. Chicken. Oh. Sides walk slam there on Swinger. The dirt road slam. And then a regular side slam to Diamond. One, two, Swinger breaks up the cover. Here comes Doring. Losing control here, Rudy. What are you doing? He doesn't know what to do. He's losing too much control, dude. Yeah, he's lost. 
<laughs> it's a royal blue. Gilbert, you're ripping on Don West's uh, shirt choices here as Roquel hit a springboard double clothesline. Oh. Your ball on Swinger. Almost. I don't know. I mean, I don't think Roquel and Doring are looking too bad here. I don't think so. They're getting a lot of offense against the champions. And they look good doing it. Uh, power slam here on Diamond by Roquel. And now Doring going to the top rope. Is he going to do a leg drop or elbow drop? I think it's a leg drop. <gasps> And yep. there it is, right in the middle of the ring. Uh-oh, Roquel on the middle rope. Is he going to go to the top or no? Yes, he is. Here comes David Young, though. Distracting uh. the referee. Swinger shakes the ropes, crotching Roquel. Gilbert, he's got a chair. He can't get on the apron, though. He's struggling to get up there. Because he was waiting for America's Most Wanted to take the chair from him. Yeah, probably. And they took it from him. Full Nelson by Swinger. What's Swinger going to do? I don't know. He's just got to fill Nelson. This is kind of awkward. Okay, he slipped out. Cover. Huh? <gasps> wow. Boring with the clean roll-up finish. Wow, dude. I really didn't expect that. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, if you do that, that's... I mean, I would hope there's some kind of commitment to Doring and Roadkill then. Yeah. You can't just have random guys coming in and beating them up. Yeah, for sure. Well, Scott Hudson's back in Raven's like weird area where chains are hanging around. He's holding his midsection from that earlier attack. Gathering is there. Okay, so Julio and Punk are now, it seems like, facing Slash and Vampiro in a tag match. Turn on the microphone. I can't hear what Raven's saying. Turn on the microphone. It was just working. There we go. Whether I need your help or not. Thank you, but no thanks. He said, this is personal. I have to do this by myself. Yeah, but if they're booked in a tag match, they have to work the match. Yeah. I will do what I have to, and I will do what I must. Quote the Raven. Nevermore. He gets up and leaves. <laughs> oh, they just cut they, him off. They cut Punk off. He said, wait, he he'll be fine, but we still got a match. And then, yeah, that was it. And now we go to a highlight package for Kid Cass and Abyss. And this is dating back to June, June 11th and June 18th, where Cash had started to kind of align himself with Abyss. A guy that he met in a boiler room, I guess. Whatever. Well, I guess he bullied him from the beginning. Yeah, he pretty much did. I mean, I think that's kind of, kind of was the thing. But isn't it kind of weird that there's a random mask guy living in the fairgrounds boiler room? Well, yeah. Has anybody really thought about that? Nope. They thought that was a good idea. It's kind of weird. Uh-oh, Cash was like, don't don't look at me like that, Abyss. Don't don't you do that. Better watch out. I'll mess you up, dude. I'm not afraid. And then he punches him. Typical. I mean, I guess this feud kind of deserves like a 
a little recap because it's been so long, but yeah. This is probably from Explosion. Yeah, this is definitely from Explosion. And the other man would consider this a very bad night. Look at all the TNA stuff you can buy. There's a Conan 8x10, 3 Life Crew shirt, America's Most Wanted 8x10, a poster that still talks about Sports Entertainment Extreme. And there's a bitch just screaming, also most likely from Explosion. AJ Styles shirt I see. This is, like the mer- is this like supposed to be like the merch booth? Or they just wanted to decorate in the background. Could be both. Kid. Cash. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, he's in long tights again. Yeah, he's wearing his like ECW pants. Maybe because Doring and Roadkill are there. He's like, how about we just throw it back? No, very well could be. Or maybe he's like me and he's self-conscious about his thighs. I don't know. I I have good calves, but I don't know about my thighs. And I don't want Jordan now to send me a DM saying, hey, man, let me see your thighs. And I don't want to do that. Yeah, bro, could I see your thighs, please? Yeah. That'll be for my OnlyFans. What is... This is Abyss. Yeah, but doesn't that song, the theme, sound like a Sabu's? It definitely does. It's not the normal Abyss song. which is That's weird. why I just hesitated there. I was like, wait a minute. Man, I don't know if I like that song for Abyss. Yeah, I didn't either. Because like, I was like, wait a minute, Sabu's coming? <laughs> it really did sound like a Sabu song. Cash. Is trash talking Abyss. I don't know if that's a good idea. Oh. Kick to the gut. The mind control that he used to have on Abyss. Oh, yanks him down face first to the mat. Come on, Abyss. Finish him off quick. Misses a splash in the ring or in the corner. Cash pummeling. Thrown away though by Abyss. You know, this is going to sound weird, but I feel like Cash wearing pants makes him look smaller. I see what you mean by that. Because when he was wearing the trunks, he looked bigger. Yeah, he does, he does look a little smaller in these. I mean, is that the point, though? Is that what they were trying to do? Uh, it could be. I think I've been reading into a lot of things this week. Uh-oh. Oh, Smash Mouth, but Abyss ignores it. Does is that is that Lollipop near the announce table? I don't think so. Hmm. I think she's too tall. Well, it could be. The, they do wear those really, really tall heels, but... Yeah, but I don't think it is. Oh. Press slam, gut first to the mat by Abyss. Slap him in the face. I feel like... I really hope Abyss doesn't lose this. Oh, that would not be good. Overhead suplex. But with him dominating, it makes me feel as if... He's going to get like a... He's going to steal the win. Yeah. Yeah. 
Vist trying to pull him off. Cash is holding on to the rope. Andrew Thomas is like, dude, he's holding the rope, so you can't do that. I know you live in a boiler room, but I left you the rule book. So you should have read it. You should definitely know. So face first in the mat. Yanked him down by his legs. Let's see. He's in the corner. Abyss. Is he going to go for some slaps? Some chops, I should think. Boom. Open hand slap to the chest. Is he going to do it again? Let's see. We're moving really slow now. Oh, poke to the eye. Oh, Cash laying in some chops now. Or one, I guess. I thought he was going to do more. Hey, there it is. And another one. He's challenging Abyss, but Abyss stops him, and he slams him down. I like how Cash thinks he's, like, 6'10". Yeah. <laughs> oh, Abyss going for a middle oh, rope splash, it. but, yeah, Cash moved right out of the way. We are just about... 15 minutes or so left in the show because the runtime for this is an hour 47 a little shorter than usual yeah i noticed that as well power bomb out of the corner here by abyss his brain rattling against his skull don west says you can't see that don abyss looks like he wants to choke slam abyss he grabbed him abyss looks oh. like he wants to choke slam abyss sorry i meant kid cash Great, the referee just took an eye, an eye rake bump. Oh, Cash got a chair from under the ring. And oh, fuck. Over the head. This is just staggering, though. And how about another one? Cool, that's just going to stagger him some more. Oh, he dropped to a knee. Cash, you got to him again. Smash mouthed him. No way. Of he now Andrew Thomas, Andrew Thomas isn't blind anymore. Really? I don't think there's that much of a difference in strength that Cash couldn't do that. Come on, Thomas. Here we go. No, he's kicking out. One, two, power out. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, he hit the referee, but the referee didn't take a bump on the accidental leg kick there. What the hell? Come on, Thomas. Some bullshit. Uh-oh, Cash still got the chair. Thomas is just conveniently has his back to the action in the corner because he's blind. Oh, my God. Yeah. Big boot with the chair. Kick the chair right into his face. Why is Andrew Thomas so clueless in this match right now? I don't know, but it's annoying. <laughs> he's just blatantly oh. out of position. Nope. It's like so that. obvious. Uh, black hole slam. Oh, black hole slam. That's got to be it. One, two, three. Oh, shit. There we go. Well, there you go. That's uh, That pretty much went exactly as it should have. Wait. They're playing the regular Abyss song now. Yeah, I don't understand what the hell the point of that is. That, oh, maybe they spoiled it. Is Sabu coming out? Oh. I doubt it. No, I don't. I hope not. Not that I'm going to get excited about Sabu coming out anyway, but... Wait, Abyss is picking the chair up. 
Uh-oh. Don't do it, Abyss. Oh, can Cash duck? Oh, shit. Cash threw powder in the eyes. The feud must continue. Oh, oh fuck. Oh. Another two shot. Red shirt's watching from the, the ramp. Oh, low blow. Oh, kicking right in the nuts. Are they aligning with Cash? Are they not? What's going on? Well, he's beating the shit out of Abyss now. Oh, going for a kick. Abyss ducks. Oh, picks him up. Shock treatment. He's going to do it. Oh, Boom. Yep. Boom. I Take love that. that, sucker. A set out bat breaker. Send it to Hudson with Gilberti, Diamond, and Swinger. Oh, they're pissed. We weren't beaten. We were robbed. Oh, Simon Diamond's got some beautiful blue eyes. <laughs> Danny Dorian and Roadkill, you want to try to run this company out of business now? Okay, you got your wish. Next week, you got your rematch. Ooh. And the Cowboys? You want to play the game again? Fine. Oh, next week they got a tag team for America's Most Wanted. I thought they were going to make it a three-way, but it seems like... I'm going to guess that the tag team is the Insane Clown Posse. Get out of here, dude. Vampiro, baby. What do I win if I'm right? Because I haven't looked. I have no idea. I will give you... A cookie. Here comes Slash of Vampiro with nice. Father James Mitchell, who looks terrified. I already have cookies. That's stupid. I will buy you a box of Gushers. Oh, that's better. How about a lifetime supply of uh, Chipotle? What? No, because that was never How- even a deal. You're just going to get one. That was always the deal. If the table were to break, the announce table, is that I would get it, I would get one Chipotle meal Every day for the rest of my life. No, it is not what it is. Paid for by you. Damn, Chipotle. Which is even better because they've raised their stuff up about 12 cents oh. to get their work. Oh, oh, my God. God. He just power slammed fucking Slash on the. the he gathering, did like a suicide dive and he power slammed him on the yeah. aisle. Gathering ran out and, yeah, he immediately caught oh. Punk and Vampiro fighting. Not a match I would have ever guessed happened, but. Vampiro just dropped Punk like on his shoulder. It's like a slam there in the ring, too. That was a weird-looking Hurricane Rana by Punk, but okay. Vampiro bails to the floor. Yep. Wild Punk, start here does tag match. Punk chases him. I believe this is our main event as well. Uh, yes, it is. Slash with a boot to De Niro in the corner. Going to the middle rope. Cutter. RKO out of nowhere. De Niro, one, two. Kick out. Take that, Randy Orton. De Niro with some jabs. They're screaming about what's happening with Punk and Vampiro, but we're only focused on Slash and Julio, so we have no clue. Guys in the truck are not paying attention. Slash is on De Niro's shoulders. Punk going to the top rope, but Vampiro shoves him off. 
right onto the railing. That sucks. What oh. the fuck? Oh, fuck. Julio got thrown out and landed right face first on the ramp. Yeah, but he like, missed a weird-looking discus clothesline or something. Put the world title on Vampiro. Yes. Do it. How about it? Oh, Punk's you know, busted Slash and, you know, Slash and Vampiro are taking control. Headbutts, headbutts. Well, he's headbutting his own hand. Well, that was pretty obvious, but yeah. Oh, I don't like when they wipe blood on themselves. Especially somebody else's. Yeah. It's kind of gross. Kind of. No, it is. I mean, it, steps. We, we missed that clothesline, I think, because we're focused on Mitchell just doing nothing. I think that I'm going to come over to your house and make you bleed and then rub your blood on my body. Oh. And then you're just going to be like, that's okay. I mean, that's not that weird. Judging by your reaction to my reaction to that. I mean, yeah, that would be interesting. Father Mitchell. Is Mitchell having a heart attack? What is he doing? Isn't it kind of weird that they did like a dog collar match and now they're just doing a regular match? Yeah. But Vampiro wasn't in that. Yeah, but still. It's like the same group. Side Russian leg sweeps there. Like a full Nelson side Russian there by Punk on Slash. Now he's trying to tag in De Niro. Uh, Vampiro gets tagged in first and looks like Punk is taking oh, too much shit. time. Oh, shit. Oh, need him right into De Niro. Great. Oh, oh nice. Back kick to Vampiro. Now Slash. Oh, full Nelson. Oh, full Nelson swinging slam. And then the referee just, what is he doing? Rudy. What are you doing? Mitchell did nothing. You just turned around and then yelled at him. And what the fuck? I mean, no hey, sense. Mitchell, knock it off. Oh, oh Vampiro going for it's like this twisting senton, but Julio moved. Pump kick sends Vampiro to the floor. Now Slash is left alone. Well, he's on De Niro's shoulders. We're gonna try it again, Punk. Oh, hell oh. yeah. Nice. A springboard like somersault neckbreaker. Yeah, I think that slash kind of landed on Punk's head, though, but. I, oh, was, shit. Vampire just was, uh, It was water. a springboard blockbuster, I guess. Yeah. Nail in the coffin. Coffin, is that it? Wow. They that won. Quick event. There must be an angle going on here. Absolutely. Well, where's Ra- Raven said not to do it. Oh, and now he's driving him face first into the canvas. Great. Make him just bleed some, gush it out of his forehead more. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Who's this? Oh, there's Raven. How does he do it? Oh, Ooh. shit. Stop slash. Calls Vampiro over. Ducks the kick. Close nice Vampiro. Mitchell freaking out. Oh, a splash. 
clothesline bulldog combo onto the new church, and Raven's all fired up still. Tosses Slash over the top to the floor. He's like, come on, Mitchell. Oh, shit. Not me. Oh, he oh, caught him. He fucking tackled him on the aisle there. Vampiro stops him, though. Oh, they're, like, crawling into the back. Punk stopping Vampiro. What's going Something's got to be happening here. Right? Oh. Wow. Okay. Well, we're back at the announce table. Oh, wait. Oh, Tanae's going to be interviewing Styles in the ring to close the show. What? Yeah, he just said still to come. <laughs> TNA officials are in negotiation with New Japan in promotions in Mexico and Puerto Rico. So they're hyping up Bound for Glory as essentially a gigantic international mega pay-per-view. And it's it sounds great. Three titles on the line next week. Simon Diamond and Swinger. Rematch against Dor- Danny Dorian and Roadkill for the title. Also Glenn Gilberti. Surprise tag team to take on America's Most Wanted. Raven and Slash next week. Uh. And that's not all. Three-way championship for the X Division title. Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. Chris Sabin. And Michael Shane. Why would you say the champion lasts? Because obviously he's got to be in the match. And the NWA world title. The rematch. Jeff Jarrett and AJ Styles. Woo! Woo! Next week says looking good. I mean, those are good title matches, so I'm fine with it. Wait, someone's on the phone. <gasps> oh my god, it's the mouth of the south, Jimmy Hart, baby. <laughs> Said he's got a message. There's for like Jeff three Garrett. minutes left in the show. How are they gonna talk to AJ? He said, Do you, do you think you're really gonna jump on an airplane and fly to the Tokyo, Japan? Sneak into the press conference that Hulk Hogan's at and hit him over the head with a guitar. 35 stitches, and he was rushed to the hospital. This kid's creeping me out by raising his eyebrows behind them, by the way. Jimmy Hart being the smartest wrestler in their professional wrestling. Oh. Jimmy Hart's finding the biggest, baddest body cards to have by his side. Oh, he's saying, he's telling Jarrett to always have bodyguards with him because you never know who's going to be there. Northcutt and Wilson. Check everyone's ideas coming in and going out because you don't know who's going to sneak in. Because sooner or later, you'll be face-to-face with Hulk Hogan. Tanae said, does that mean we're going to see Hulk Hogan here at the TNA Asylum? Oh, Jesus. Jimmy Hart says, all I'm going to say is Hulkamania's coming, baby. And he's going to be very, very dangerous. We don't know when. Because he hasn't signed the contract. (laughs) 
Wait a second. Here's Jarrett. Where's Jarrett? He wants to send a message back to Hulk Hogan. He wants to come on my turf show up at the asylum. Use the fucking... There we go. Next week, he's got his world title shot next week. He'll lay him out in the asylum. He doesn't care, because next week, he promised you one thing. Vince Russo, he's already carted his ass out of the building tonight. Dusty Rhodes ain't going to stand his way this time. And Hulk Hogan, and you damn sure ain't going to get in my way. I'm assuming he's not going to talk to AJ then. No, there's no way. Every time there's a major match with Jared, he's going oh, to like, oh, here Styles. comes AJ. Oh, oh. shit. Maybe I'm taking my TV, my promo time, you son of a bitch. That's why he's probably attacking him. Oh, oh. They're going at Jared laying in some punches. And, oh, hits him in the corner. Here oh, comes. You see, AJ's still selling like a heel. So I don't know what's going on. Pull apart. Securities in there. That guy's huge. Who the hell is that guy? Who is that guy? Oh my god! Must be one of the wrestlers from Explosion. Yeah. Because I think the ball guy there is J.C. North. Get him, AJ. And there's Dusty Rhodes. Hey, Dusty. He's walking slowly. That's his regular pace today. Yeah, right. He's taking it all in. Finally going to happen next week. It's next week. AJ Styles. Jeff Jarrett. The NWA World's title. We got to go. And we are going off the air. All right. The runtime for that is an hour, 47 minutes, and 54 seconds. Whew. Uh, okay, Dallas. I had a lot more fun than I expected. <laughs> yeah, I honest. mean, going into it, it felt like it was going to be a filler week of, uh, like, show. Uh, it sure did. But I don't think it was nearly as, uh, like, boring as I thought it was going to be. Oh, man. And um, I don't know. I feel like... It built the excitement it needed to for next week, which is, I think, what all we could hope for for leading into a big show like the one they're about to do. I think the next show is definitely. Oh, next show is going to be good. Really be. good, I think. Uh, but for me, I don't know, man. I think I, I got to give this week a thumbs up. I think this was a lot better than I expected. And we went somewhere. We we progressed in our stories. I mean, the the Hulk Hogan stuff was a huge announcement that we yeah. really didn't expect to and stuff so i don't know for me this this one's a thumbs up especially compared to the last two weeks that we gave in the middle this one i think was a big improvement yeah i think i'm gonna agree with you uh but it's a thumbs up because of the progression not necessarily because like oh it's amazing in-ring work or something they progressed I agree. We, had, we had some they decent matches though but i agree i think it yeah. for me it's definitely a lot of like the wow we actually like progressed we went somewhere yeah. And I think that's important. Yeah. And plus, I mean, it's for a, what, almost a year and a half now. It's a monumental moment, the Jarrett Hogan thing. 
Oh my god! I mean, that's a, a year ago. Did you did you ever think that you'd hear Hulk Hogan's name in, in a TNA no show? No way. No. How could you? Yeah. There's no way. So I mean, that's just. I mean, that in itself is just bonkers. Uh, Russo essentially getting, or not essentially, apparently getting uh, written off television is quite interesting. Um. Yeah, yeah, and I think. It's playing into everything we're reading. Rousseau was going to be written off before Hogan was going to come in. And apparently, when we got the tease with Jimmy Hart even, I didn't think that was going to happen. No, I didn't think Jimmy Hart. Yeah, I, I wasn't expecting that. So I think, I mean, I think there's a, there's a lot going on here, and there's definitely enough going on to keep you kind of entertained. Oh, absolutely. So. I don't know, man. And I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to next week. We have like a surprise tag team even that's going to be coming in. Um, yeah. There's a lot to look forward to. We finally get the Jarrett and Styles match, and I think they've done a decent job of hyping up that. So I'm ready. I'm ready yeah, yeah. to get to it. We got three title matches. Uh, AMW against a team we don't know. And Raven is going to be continuing to get his revenge against New Churches. He'll be taking on... Slash, and that's uh, pretty much what we know. I don't know about you. Well, actually, I do know about you. You're pumped about it. I'm pumped about it, and I hope everybody listening is pumped about it. It's fucking Styles and Jarrett the rematch we've been waiting for since June. Uh, Dallas, you got anything else for this week? Or are we good to go? I think that wraps it up for me, man. This was a it was a great show, and uh, well, it was a good show and great stuff going on in the company. And I think it's an exciting time to be watching these pay-per-views. I think they're a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. They are. They're definitely, uh, they have found a groove here in the past, uh, several months here. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Even though they've lost some momentum, but the shows in recent months, recent weeks have been generally pretty good. Uh, all right. Well, until next week for Dale Screely, I'm Bob Collins Jr. And this has been the TNA cross the line podcast.